0: This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Comic Book Click at Tpublic.com. Visit tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click to get exclusive one of a kind merchandise, including shirts, stickers, and phone cases, all designed by us. Get your hands on the latest and greatest in comic book merchandise by going to tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click. And remember, you, yes, you are worthy. comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason that's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast brought to you by comic book click and as always i am never alone sir please introduce yourself Ooh, i'm back in the studio how does Maximus, Maximus is back in the studio, but we got another guest for the first time actually in the studio, sir. Please introduce yourself.
1: Uh, my name is Abraham, but you can call me Honest Rebel. I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm a big, big fan. I don't want to spoil it because this is your show, <laughs> so you do your thing. But I am very, very amped.
0: I think we might have already kind of spoiled it because Honest Rebel is a familiar name if you've been listening to the Major Issues Podcast. He actually was able to step in where we covered Jessica Jones Season 3, which means you got to think that Marvel Netflix is coming right around the corner, and that's exactly what this episode is about. Gentlemen, we have lost what is most probably one of the most iconic live-action universes especially dealing with comic books forever we had our x-men (laughs) spider-man universe Mm -hmm, animated mm -hmm. universe Mm -hmm. you know and it was cool to see the ninja turtles fight the power rangers like that was a thing but this man this was supposed to be our mini uh street level uh marvel netflix universe and after you know what it has been been about well daredevil Came out about four years ago. So, yeah, oh, it's only been four years. That's crazy. Mm, after it was four long years long, after, yeah. a, after a presidential term. <laughs> we are saying goodbye to um, all of these great shows. And I guess I'll start with you, Honest Rebel. What did you think when you started to hear the snow, uh, the blizzard that became the cancellations of these shows? Because it started with like, Daredevils may not be coming back, and uh, Iron Fist may not be coming back.
1: Okay, so when they got rid of Iron Fist, I was like, "Shit, okay, <laughs> it sucks." Because the second season was pretty good, yeah, or redeemable, right? Even know, the action yeah. sequences were like, "Okay, acceptable." Then they got rid of Luke Cage, and I was like, "What the hell?" Luke Cage wasn't that bad, you know. And then, uh, and then they canceled Daredevil after its incredible third season, which yeah. was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dope. It was just that was heartbreaking. It's, every episode was good. Every episode, yeah and my I, city, I, I'm, I'm going to try to save it for, yeah, another, I'm trying yeah. to save it for later, but there, there was that scene where, you know what, I'm going to save it for later, uh, just yeah, just guys remind me, it was uh, the scene where the blood comes out of his nose, okay. but it stayed with me, you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. it was so good, then they canceled out, I was like, there's something going on, and then yeah, so it's, it was one right after the other, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, I mean, Eminem got involved, and he was like, "Don't cancel Punisher. You're losing it." Now. <laughs> you know, pissed me off. That guy doesn't say anything, and he went on Twitter to let everybody know, that "Don't yeah. cancel Punisher."
0: It was it was ironic because the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies have not been more popular than now, yeah. and so the fact that their shows were closing up, and we find out that it has to do with Disney Plus and mm-hmm. um, the rights to have that um, that what Marvel and Netflix dealing with these shows and stuff. But it came as a shock because we were getting ready to ramp up for Endgame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. Like, the culmination of 10 years worth of Marvel movies and then now these four years worth of Marvel shows. Um, I, I knew something was a little bit fishy when these shows weren't getting the attention that they should be in the movies, mm-hmm. right? Like, these, these characters exist all in the same world. Never a cameo. Never a shout-out. No one goes to Pops. No one yep. goes to mm-hmm. Harlem's Paradise. <laughs> yeah, no one true. goes to Alias Investigations. Um, and so, th- they kind of sort of became the redhead of stepchildren. When you look at the CW verse or the arrow verse now ramping up for crisis on infinite earths, mm-hmm. um, it shows you what happens if you're able to steer the course and just keep on keeping on. Uh, it sucks that some of these properties that we'll be talking about now, as we go season to season, chronologically um, are outstanding. And some of them just fell short. Like and you start to wonder, like maybe if everything would have hit on all cylinders, we were having a different conversation. Or maybe this was how it was always intended. And if that's the case, why'd you make me fall in love with these characters? <laughs> <Why'd>, <laughs> yeah. And then take them make, away. Yeah, why Plus. Is, why'd you make me fall in love with these characters? Uh, and yeah. Um, so off the top, were there any of these shows or, or, yeah, I guess I'll say shows instead of seasons. It'd be easier. That surprised you? Wasn't, it wasn't what you thought this show was going to be? Because uh, we're not talking a lot of A list characters here. You know. Minus And 8-0. I don't say B to B Right. Minus. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't say B to B like Derogatory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just um a couple years ago if you would have said the name Jessica Jones to somebody, they would have been like, who's that? Like, exactly. Is that, yeah. Is that like a reality star or something? <laughs> yeah. Now her Born profile star. has grown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now her Jewel first Jewel. Yeah. Like jewel. you know, <laughs> well, um but things have changed now and um so, were there any of these characters that you didn't know too much about and end up really digging? Any of these seasons that you didn't know too much about and the up really digging?
1: Uh, do you want to go first? Because I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
2: you see how um, everybody was feeling about um, Iron Fist at first? Yeah. Um, That's how I kind of felt before I got into Jessica Jones, about Jessica Jones. Okay. So, um, but that, obviously before I watched it, but I was kind of holding myself back to try to like not cast a judgment because I didn't know her. I knew of Danny Rand first Mm -hmm. and before they even announced Iron Fist, Jessica Jones was already out. Yeah. So, um, when I watched Jessica Jones, I was like, all right, I'm behind it. I was, I was really with it. And, um, of course the New York feel, New York feel is always dope. So, yeah. And it's always on point.
0: That's another thing. I'm in the bag for all these shows because they look like my backyard. Mm -hmm. Yes. It doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't hurt the fact that it really does feel and look authentic. Um, but what do you oh, think of, of these shows here? Well, now that you said the backyard thing,
1: I always wondered, like, people in, like, Nebraska, do they sit there and you're like, you know, what? I'm tired of these New York shows. When are they going <laughs> to have a superhero in Nebraska? I, I
0: honestly believe that maybe people who are not from here,
1: or the when East things Coast. keep
0: getting put here, mm-hmm. like, what, what is it about, you know, New York? But um, I, I dug in, like, in actuality a lot of what's going on is going on in, what, a 20-block radius? So, like, you know, it, it's, not, it's not all five boroughs. That's true. It, it, it's half of one. It's all, it's all one, uptown. Yeah, it's half it's all of uptown. one, kind of. Um, and so it, it's still cool that they got to uh, keep it in here. But were you, what were you surprised about? So,
1: okay, right off the bat, uh, I remember I was working in the city. I was working in Manhattan at the time, you know, and uh, I remember seeing the poster for, uh, for Daredevil. And I was like, oh, shit, they're doing a Daredevil show. And I watched it and I knew about the whole, you know, bandana, black shit, you know, like yeah, starts yeah, yeah. out mm-hmm. the origin outfit, but they did it really well. And I was like, yeah. wow. But I was, I was with, uh, uh, I was with, uh, Mr. Maximus here when he, uh, when Jessica Jones came along, I was like, yeah, what the hell is this? But I'm so involved with superheroes. I'm so, so, so into the Marvel brand superheroes in general. But the Marvel brand was, I had so much goodwill toward it. I was like, I'm. Oh, Watch this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I watched it. I was, and then I didn't understand any of it. Now I'm also a big fan of just good writing and good shows. I like shows. I like yeah. I like the way they shoot with particular angles. I like lighting. I, I look at all those things. The
0: communication of yes, the medium.
1: The, yeah. Yeah, the, the delivery of lines. I like good lines. I can put them into my everyday life. I like little I like good shows and everything that comes with it. Quotable right. characters, you know. Um I was a big fan of David Tennant. I didn't know he was in the show. Mm -hmm. When he was in the show, he killed it in the show.
0: How far into Jessica Jones did you get before you... Realized that he was gonna be on the show. Uh,
1: so end of episode two, maybe.
0: So that was it. Was like, I had no idea who was in it. it. I
1: had nothing. I had no clue. Oh, I so just was you like just oh, jumped cool. in cold, cold. Yeah, that's yeah. That's gotta be crazy. Right.
0: I'm trying to think of something that I've seen where an actor popped up, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like you. I know you, and I like you, but uh, it's not coming to mind now. But yeah, that must have blown your mind. As that's well. why I watch
1: comedies, honestly, because yeah. every comedy has like one cameo from somebody that's from something else. Yeah. especially like Seth Rogen movies. They're like, yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah, th- yeah, that guy. That Rirata? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching that recently
0: actually. <laughs> yeah, Jessica Jones definitely um turned things on its head. I think that one two punch of Daredevil and Jessica Jones which were the first two shows to come out uh-huh. really set a mm-hmm, stage mm-hmm. of like this is something different that we're playing with. But let's go back in time. Let's let's go through these chronologically and talk about these shows, uh, starting with Daredevil Season 1, which was created by Drew Goddard. I think Drew Goddard went on to try to do the Sinister Sticks movie that ended up not happening. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it happens.
1: Some things are a blessing in disguise.
0: Yes. Coming out in spring, April 10th, 2015, and sitting... Currently, in 2019, with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 99%, (laughs) almost a perfect season, Daredevil Season 1 is a live-action series that follows the journey of attorney Matt Murdock, who um, in a tragic accident was blinded as a boy but imbued with extraordinary senses. Murdock sets up a practice in his old neighborhood of Hell's Kitchen, New York, where he now fights against injustice as a respected lawyer by day and a masked vigilante by night. Um, What I dug about this show was, I think, off the rip, um, not not doing the beat-by-beat origin, like not doing the full day of, I can see Matt, and then having it happen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes with these origins, it becomes like the Titanic, like watching the movie Titanic, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I know what happens to the Titanic, so now Mm -hmm. it's all about when they get there. (laughs) Sometimes with these um, superheroes, when it comes to origins, it's like, all right, are we going to Crime Alley? You know, mm-hmm. or if you're getting bit by the spider. Yeah. And when you're able to move that origin kind of out of the way, it gives you so much room to play around with. We see with Tom Holland and Spider Man, right? They never did the spider bite and then they wake up. Because we know it, already. Can yeah. I do this? Right. And so this opens right up with um, Daredevil already being blinded, the kid on the floor already, mm-hmm. you know, um, going through the reactions and stuff like that. And we get an introdu- introduction to Matt Murdoch, played by Charlie Cox. Just a great old guy, right? He's yeah. just a great he's just a great <laughs> actor. And I one of the things I've said before about him in this portrayal exactly is that he speaks as if he speaks like a person who can hear everything. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like he speaks as if everybody else has sensitive ears. Yeah. As well. Very, very So he talks like suffering. this. And he's very yeah, you, you listen, Foggy on what we're gonna do. And like I like that. He, do, he plays good blind with the glasses off. Yes. Yeah. Cannot, Yo, that's that's yeah, borderline right, where, scary, dude. Where he's not that looking at you, mm-hmm. but he can kind of know where you are, the general direction of you. I was wondering in the beginning if that's like, if that's fair game, you know, mm-hmm. like right, in today's right. society, PC society of like, well, maybe they should have got a blind person for the role or whatever. Get out of here, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let the man act. That's what his job is. Great. Yeah, I knew Um, he came from Boardwalk Empire. Um, where he did great things, but really, uh, really found himself in this role. He played
1: a bitch, like a bitchy, like a little bitch ass character on that. I, yeah. I remember I went back. He was
0: kind of villainous. He was kind of oh. yeah, an antagonist. Did anybody else know he was British? Because I didn't know he was British until I, I looked up his interviews. So yeah, me too.
2: The, the, yeah, um, they, Marvel's got a lot of Brits playing so all so all is DC. Uh, yeah,
0: you know our Superman's British. My, our, Spider-Man, Superman. our Spider-Man. Man. our Spiderman is Australian. Thor is Australian, too. Thor is Australian, too. They ain't playing that. Oi, mate. Oh. Our
2: heroes are Australian.
0: That per, per, flawless. <laughs> <laughs> flawless. Um, what do you guys think of the suit that I'm calling blind, the Blind Justice outfit, which is the, the makeshift ganda. black with the Muay Thai ropes. And, um, Muay Thai ropes are a cool add-on. Yeah. I think that comes in season three. Did that happen
1: in this season as well? I don't feel like they were in the first. I think he just taped his hands like CM Punk or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, but how do you guys feel about like not knowing when we were gonna get the potential so, red
1: suit? So if it wasn't for the story,
2: I don't think I would have been with it as much as I. Okay. You know. Um. So
0: you were kind of like, all right. Yeah, I was like, I, I, the, I wanted to the... see the
2: suit real bad. Yeah. You know because um, obviously everybody's seen the um the Affleck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and the and the,
1: and the promotional posters too. They had yeah, him yeah. As actual. They, they had him the as hell, a beat yeah. up lawyer with the the stick and the glass and they had him in this daredevil because I saw yeah. the
2: helmet more than more than anything mm-hmm. right so um going in i was i was like all right it's cool we're here now episode what well, episode five episode six i was like damn when they gonna when's he gonna get the suit and then he went to um to homeboy what's his name uh melvin melvin to go ask him to make him the suit and even that they took, took their time with, the time. Yeah, days, they yeah. took they took the time with that. So I was like, all right, this better be a badass suit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Honest Rebel?
1: Um. Well, just the fact that the suit wasn't there. Oh, how do you
0: feel about like because we didn't know what the timeline was going to so, be on yeah. this. So thing.
1: I got put onto the show, and uh, it, one of my my closest friends, his name is Dennis. He was like, watch the show, uh, and I was like, no. And then uh, <laughs> this is before you know this is like the first show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I was like, all right, I'll watch it because I like you know superheroes and. I'm watching it and he, he kept like narrating sitting next to me he was like you know when you try to make somebody watch something they yeah, really yeah, yeah. Watch it, you just kind of like hey no it gets better it gets better so he's telling me he's like it's like Arrow it's he's just he's starting like this even though I knew I guess some I just didn't want to stomach it you know yeah, it's like, oh, right, I like okay, I sit through this origin and blah 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 He goes, it gets really good it gets good and he was right and I've heard the same complaint from my brother or other people I try to make watch the Daredevil. Like, it's, it's too slow, bro. I'm like, no, you got to get, get to episode four where, where they explain Wilson Fisk. It gets good. Yeah, it gets you got to get it. You got to. Yeah. And uh, um, when I was watching it, I remember thinking, uh, okay, he gets the shit beat out of him. But in a world where you watch Arrow and I I, I say it to Arrow because Arrow started with fucking hoodie from, like, yeah, a worn down hoodie. and paint, yeah. And these guys Grease wearing paint what? on his eyes, yeah, like that. <laughs> o- oils, man. that's it, yeah. And he just had the from whatever the island was. I forgot the yeah. name of it at the moment, but in a in the world, the sh- you. you, yeah, <laughs> a show where that exists, yeah, right. in a world where that exists, okay. So this is now digestible. I'm like, okay, I'm in, and then he's wearing uh, long johns basically, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, all right, but I think what I liked about it, which made it cool because you know, every year, one rookie year of any superhero mm-hmm. gets a shit beat out of him. But he also has no armor. So he made him look even more vulnerable. And yeah. the close... The the fighting sequences that are so close, you know? Yeah. He looks like he could die. Definitely. At any point. And they didn't at any point because, you know, they kind of play with power levels. So I never really remembered if he had super strength or not as one of his powers. I don't think so. think so. But, you know, I couldn't remember that yeah. when I was watching the show. So now I'm watching it and I'm thinking, wow. Like... This dude's gonna fucking die. Yeah, <laughs> he's bleeding yeah, right, right, and shit. Right, right. He's yeah. getting his ass beat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think, and you know, I, this is just because I marked out for it. I recognized the gym right away. Oh, from, uh, from the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. I I, I can look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. but uh That was just I marked out. I was like, oh shit, he's.
0: It's Cap's. Cap's uh, Cap's uh, Cap Cap so Cap so out there. <laughs> it's <laughs> Cap's stomping grounds. Yeah. Um, I I really uh dug you know the introduction to Matt. And you know his life as a as a lawyer. We get introduced to Foggy Nelson, played by Odin Henson. Um, I think he's a, a good. Um, I think he's a good addition to the show. I the previous one that I knew was John Favreau, who was the Foggy Nelson in the Ben Affleck movie. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. John, no Johnny Favreau. I know. Memory <laughs> yeah. of it. Happy Hogan is the, is uh, Foggy Nelson in that movie, um, but the thing that perked my ear up about this when I first watched it was the violence. (laughs) This this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this was the first show. And even, you know, Arrow has action scenes, but this was like brutal. Mm -hmm. And not only brutal, but it wasn't it wasn't shying away from the idea that like you said, the protagonist is gonna get his ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like many times the protagonist is the coolest person on the show. Oh yeah. And so sometimes especially some CW shows now, it gets to the point where they can just flick yeah, it, it they create eternal in, internal drama, mm-hmm. so they don't just flick them, but then eventually they just flick them, and yeah. it's the end of it. They in this Daredevil fought for every win that he got. Oh, on a small yeah. level, on a big level, um, and what I liked about this and the like, this was the introduction to this entire Marvel Netflix universe, and so what they were trying to tell me, I felt like, was that they were going to add to the realism, the grittiness. Um, with with the blood and guts of the violence. And one thing that I felt that was missing in majority of comic book media is um, a sense of danger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it know mm-hmm. it sounds weird. No,
1: no, I get what you're saying.
0: But especially in my villains. Like, I need somebody that I'm going to be intimidated by. And uh, getting back to Matt really quick, what I liked about the Blind Justice outfit is if you were in New York and you turned down the wrong hallway or corridor and um or alleyway and you saw that man <laughs> dressed that way you'd be intimidated yeah and i think that that's the point point. and we didn't we don't get that in not even some some of the mcu films you're like okay that villain is just like whiplash like okay yeah i get it you want your bird like i get it yeah. you know? it happens but um in this we were given the the lord's work by getting uh vincent d'onofrio as wilson fisk oh. With with my boy, Wesley. I miss Wesley. <laughs> Wesley, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wesley.
1: Wesley, yeah. Uh, I need my ass. do his name. <laughs> Wesley.
0: Wesley. Yeah, um, that's the greatest part is that Vincent D'Onofrio became, in becoming Wilson Fisk, became he who will not be named. That whole first season, no one was naming him. I love that Voldemort little like, thing. Like, who, who yeah. do you work for? No one, whatever. And then one guy says it, and then he gets capped. Yeah, he gets capped. And then we find out that the police are in it, mm-hmm. that he's got all these people in. And the great thing about it is, I didn't get enough from this Kingpin, but I have now in retrospect realized that he wasn't the Kingpin yet.
3: Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm.
0: still just like a shady businessman. We get full like mob boss Kingpin in I would say in season three. Yes. Um where he doesn't care and whoever dies, dies. He has nothing to yeah. lose. so whoever dies dies. Whereas before he was trying to keep a public face and stuff. And I think that that, that changed things. You also have um He slowly started
1: creeping into that. He got his hands dirty in like episode like four or five. He killed a Russian dude in yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Was, yeah, with from his Brighton. car with his He's car door. A free Brighton, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, you
0: you have Wilson Fisk and his associates, um uh, uh Nobu, Madame Gao, the Anato um Anato- Yeah, sorry, the Ran brothers anatoly and vladimir
1: oh yeah he killed he, i think he killed he Anas- kills yeah, anatoly know, card- and card then, card then card.
0: vladimir and uh matt gets stuck in a building together oh, that was great and that's yeah. when they do the on
1: and and the walkie-talkies yeah. and yeah. the foreshadowing especially okay so that's when it's like guys like us like we know this is where it's going yeah and it gets you hype and, and I they th-
0: speak for the first time yeah this mm-hmm. talks on to the radio the man in the uh, the mask or whatever. the man
1: that's gonna become his arch rival and the thorn in his side and, that and was, he uh, says something
0: cool. along the lines of like we're on different pages, but we both want kind of the same thing. Like, uh, I respect your grind or whatever the heck. So I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. They try to recruit them
1: there too. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like the little, the, the little, the the touches on different like, not mob bosses because you learn that Madam Gao isn't like a mob boss. But I like yeah. that they like there's another entity. You know, like villainous entities, these criminal entities know of each other. Yeah, you know, I like that. It's sort of like, on a grander level, it's like. Loki was aware of Thanos's existence, and yes, Thanos was right. aware of all the other little villains exist. And if you're big, you're,
0: cool. you're creating a big world like this, you have to do that. You have to have um, other trails leading elsewhere. You don't have to necessarily explain them right away, mm-hmm. but they do have to go somewhere. And I felt like um, they were definitely laying the, you know, like Nobu comes back, Madame Gao comes back, the Russian uh, brothers they don't, but um, the influence that those characters that do come back have, mm-hmm. and the history that they bring from this first season. I think adds to a lot of um, the fun stuff there. How do you guys feel about Matt's dual identity? This is the first and only season where he doesn't have a lot of people in on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, later on, Foggy's in on it. Then later later on, Karen's in on it. So he can sit there and be like, oh, I had a rough day. But this is the first <laughs> season of, like, I can't tell anybody what's going on here. How do you feel about um, that? And how do you feel about the first iteration of the Marvel Netflix Daredevil vision where it's not everything on fire. No, it's everything on fire. It's not, world, a world on fire. Yeah, it's not, it's, cool. it's not the rain matrix thing that <laughs> was in, uh, in the echolocation that was in um, Ben Affleck's Yeah, Ben Affleck's Daredevil. What would you guys think of the world on fire? And what do you guys think of lawyer slash hero Matt Murdock?
1: You ever try to take a picture with a phone that like the camera's broken? It's fucking like, annoying. Like it has the Yeah, like big, and, or, like, or like you try to use a cell phone where the screen's cracked and it's like it doesn't have to be the whole screen, but it's like the center where it yeah. matters most. Yeah. It's sort of like that. But imagine like walking around like that. All day. Like everybody has to stand in the corner
0: of a room for you to see their face.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you got to pretend you're blind. <laughs> so
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Uh, so I thought it was a cool visual. I thought it gave us a lot of insight. I like that they made him vulnerable. I like that they made him weak. Um, He wasn't this this untouchable god or this cool guy. He was exactly who he is in the comics. This conflicted guy. is What he's doing is conflicted with his beliefs and... Charlie Cox does a great job of it, and the the writing was he got the fuck beat out of him. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. they they I mean obviously okay you take the villain, take the hero, and they're you know, they're on this collision course, right? And like Vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio's getting his hands dirty now, and and you take away his right hand man, and now he's like panicking because that's his boy, and now he ha- he doesn't trust anybody else, and he's like he's like he's coming this way, he's getting bigger and bigger, and then they have. Matt, who we all supposed to, we're supposed to like him, right? But then we do like him. And then yeah. you make they make him weak and vulnerable and this conflicted guy. And they start elaborating on his fucked up past and and uh, and then he starts building, 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 and you see it. And then they collide, and they do collide a little bit, and he gets the fuck beat out of him. Yeah, and get, mm-hmm. the table gets broken, and they did a great job of a non superpowered oh, dude with a yeah. knife, uh, yeah, yeah, cutting
0: the suit, and you find out the suit has Teflon in it, mm-hmm. and that's what leads him actually to Melvin Potter because he realizes that Kingpin's getting his his suits uh, tailored to uh, for that's uh, stat proof. Yeah, ladies. that was a shout out to
1: that was a shout out to uh, uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, he's like been Batman. He's like he wants to turn his head. Because he's tired of doing this, yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah it, that's great. That makes a lot. of It took sense. a lot of elements from other stuff, and, definitely. You know, and they, they were v- very smart about it, and it was very, very well written. But can, can, I, I want to talk to you about this specifically because mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna feel. I know for a fact <laughs> <but> <laughs> the 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 tri- the beginning of the trilogy of these long shots, yeah, of him going down the the corridor, yeah. And yeah. he just beats the fuck we'll, out we'll of just, guys. Yeah, that Looping whole ass, that right?
0: hallway fight in many ways was people's, awesome. Yeah, the, the 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 deal maker, I guess you would say, for many people to jump on to this series. Um, shot old boy style, you know, um, and that's when you really start to see the actual toll that it takes to yeah, be I, a hero and I like, all that kind of stuff. I like there. the
2: psychology behind that too. The psychology behind that is awesome. Kevin Smith does the
0: entire scene like. Like, he describes the entire scene um, at one of his, like, uh, panels or whatever. And um, because he was trying to convince one of his friends to watch it. And they're like, I don't want to watch that. He literally just like, bro. So, like, there's this kid. And he's, like, on the other side of the (laughs) hallway. And then, you know, you see one door, bunch of guys. Another door, bunch of guys. Another door, bunch of guys. And then Matt shows up on the other side. And that literally was it. You have Innocence on one end, Matt on the other and evil in between, and mm-hmm. Matt will swim through the evilness. Mm-hmm. He will, you will crawl through the broken glass and the fire to get to the end. And there, at the end, probably with punctured lungs and a ruptured spleen and broken ribs, he tells the kid he got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And that's what—that's that inspiration. We're talking a little bit off air about inspirational heroes. That's that inspiration you got to feel to mm-hmm. feel like somebody's being a hero. Yeah. Is in that moment, even with all the things that he can complain about, like. You heard me fighting them and you didn't come out here you know, like, rush this along?
1: Um, I love that Matt threw a microwave at somebody's head or something. Yes, some shit. he flung <laughs> that thing, man. It he flung
0: great. that freaking uh, microwave. But let's go from Matt's uh, uh, vicious side to his more vulnerable side. How would you guys think about the introduction of Deborah Ann Wool as Karen Page, uh, who got framed for the Union Allied murder? Um, Matt takes her in because he can uh, he has that whole heartbeat lie detector thing Mm -hmm. and so he knows that she's innocent and so the rest of the season really becomes about trying to clear her name finding out about the Union Allied stuff and keeping uh, the Daredevil Thing a secret uh, aside from the fact that I think that they were trying to kind of play Karen and Foggy off in that first season, a little yeah. bit, yeah. It felt a little bit like that. No, that uh, no, was it. Was like, or at oh, least Foggy was, at least Matt was like, I'm too big, I'm like, way I'll, busy. Pro- I'll
2: probably say that because so, like, I I'm trying to get with the night nurse the, the, the introduction yeah. of the
0: <laughs> night nurse. Yes, Claire Temple shows up later on. But how do you feel about um Karen mm-hmm. Page? I found her annoying, uh, yeah, found her annoying? yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so no, I I, I felt bad for her, yeah, she played a very good, vulnerable. Uh, character, she was. She I like the fact that she's tired of being a victim, but there were moments where she got in the way a little bit. Yes, and I yeah. found that
3: annoying.
1: Okay, uh, I like that they kind of did a little bit of a Spider Man one shout out with Mary Jane running, you know, in the rain. Oh right, right, right. Well, It wasn't upside down kiss, but it was like it was in the rain, and Matt Murdock gets thrown out of a window and he's bleeding and he's getting up off the ground and he's like, you know, piecing up this dude. I think it was an Asian guy. I, I um, don't remember. I think it might have It
0: might have been, been Nobu. Okay. Him. It might have been him. I don't remember. That Nobu fight was also incredible, yeah. too. Because yeah. that's when he was throwing that chain yeah, thing yeah, 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 and exactly. stabbing, up, stabbing up Matt. He Matt still got those scars later on in season two. Yeah, he takes off. When he's off showing his, the scars his, yeah. to uh, Electra. Oh, oh, no, Electra, Electra, Electra. Uh, he's yeah. like, yeah, these are uh, Nobu. This is your boy Nobu. Like, this is what, this is what happened there. Um, yeah, that, that was uh, it was. I think Kar- I think Karen's are right in this season. I think majority of my annoyance of her comes in later seasons because she has less to do. Kind mm-hmm. of. And this season, she hasn't approved. So I'm all like, prove it, girl. I like it better than f- Punisher, to be honest. Season two, yeah. But Punisher, I couldn't wrap my mind about how he actually felt about her because he was, he kind of like kept her around like a pet, kinda, yeah. <laughs> kind of. kind of felt like, dude, like, he never Overly took advantage surprised. of her, yeah. yeah. Um, but he also, like, never did this whole, like, and you were always the one that, like, it never, it never culminated like that. So I found that a little bit weird. But we did get Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple, the night nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing uh scene that she does uh, on the rooftop with with Matt. Mm-hmm. I think she finds Matt like in a dumpster or something right? He's he's like, like
2: yeah. He's uh, like near hell? death. Yeah.
0: And uh she nurses him as the night nurse does and then he lets her in on her on his whole plan. And um I like that moment where she's like he's like just let me know when they're by the stairs <laughs> so he can throw the so he can throw the fire extinguisher cuz he, oh, he, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. so he can hear when they're going to be He can hear when they're going to be there whatever. And then um, Claire's showing him how to interrogate. She's like, You could just stick something in his eye mm-hmm. and it'll hit this nerve or whatever, whatever. They were doing all that on the rooftop. Really cool stuff. But my favorite Claire Temple scene um, is when they kidnap her mm-hmm. and they're holding her in like a Russian cab. Yeah. Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've beaten on her. She's covered in blood. Yeah. They've been beating on this poor woman mm-hmm. and she has not given up Matt or any of that kind of stuff. And they're like still, you know, doing the Venom monologue with her. And then she starts to laugh. And they're like, "What are you laughing about?" And then the lights cut off, and she's yeah. like, "He's gonna be so pissed." <laughs> when he, when he, and then Matt just comes and cleans the house, and like, I like Rosario Dawson as an actress. I think mm-hmm. that she's one of the few that can play like sexy and tough. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Be yes, believable. Yes, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, she's gonna like you're not gonna tell her what to do. She's gonna do it, as opposed to it being written that way. Um And so it felt cool to see them as equals, as opposed to, I mean, not no, like not to be offensive, but opposed to the, the Karen Page where she had to be saved. It felt a little bit different. I, I like
1: uh, K- Karen Page was a a long a uh, a long game character. You yeah. know, it's like I'm gonna redeem myself. I am redeeming myself. I have redeemed myself. Yes.
0: and yeah. uh but they do that in season two and three. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's <laughs> fine. And
1: then that's fine with me. But with Night Nurse, it was like, Nah, I'm a tough. I'm lit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a tough <laughs> right, fucking right. girl from New York. It's different type of people from and New that,
0: York, and she just stays that way. Yeah. she just. There's different live. types of people that live here. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, We're a melting right. pot
1: society, and, and you know, in the boroughs. and, yeah. You know, especially in the in the in the world that they're supposed to be reflecting. Yeah, not every girl is the same, and and they played up and and like whether you want to bring up the ethnicities or not. I mean, Karen Page's character is from upstate New York. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so, we all know nothing yeah. happens up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she used to flip and pancakes and stuff but with her brother.
0: Out of Claire and Karen, only one of them caught a body in season one.
1: Now mm-hmm. it's Karen when she
0: put down Wesley. That's true. <laughs> you know, she emptied a clip right inside in the chair. Wesley. Um,
1: but if they if they fought like hand to hand, I think I think Nightmare should win. Yeah, <laughs> with all those torture techniques.
0: Um, yeah, uh, awesome stuff there. Um, let's get back on Kingpin a little bit because I really like that they played around would. with the origin stuff mm-hmm. with him as a child. Um, we're given that 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 thread of the painting. Mm-hmm. He keeps looking at this painting. What's this painting about? And now he's flirting with the art director, Vanessa. And was uh, Vanessa, kind of I, Vanessa. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a simple man, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Just trying to hold your hand. That's right. it. Just. <laughs> yeah, he was doing some <laughs> kind of like romantic poetry and stuff I like that. D- I don't know how to do the rest of this stuff. Yes, you know, have <laughs> to. I have 15 shades of blue suits. <laughs> I've been standing here because I don't know how to order my steak. <laughs> it's all <laughs> kinds of temperatures, Vanessa. <laughs> um... So you they they uh I like that in the beginning he's the man he's the man in the shadows, it's very hard after a while cause they, this happens in a lot of shows right where they keep talking about the big bad, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it just kind of falls flat. Mm-hmm. Yes, Um yes. But this wasn't the case with that. He de- definitely is a terrifying man. And pacing you, is great. Yeah. You find that out in that dinner with Vanessa because he's very socially awkward. Mm-hmm. He's oh, not, <laughs> he's not on top right. of this. Yeah. On top of this flirting game, this dating game, none of that stuff. But. When Anatoly walks into that that room and shatters mm-hmm. the image that he thinks he has with this woman,
3: mm-hmm. and her reaction, a, and her, her reaction, reaction.
0: Mm-hmm. it's a wrap. And I, I, the like we were talking about Kevin Smith in that scene, that the car door scene mm-hmm. plays in my head all the time because I remember it like it was yesterday of them parking and Wesley picking up the phone and going driver's side yeah. <laughs> door or whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> and then he just grabs it. And, um, and so he's like, what? He's like, "Like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then that door opens and it pulls him out. He pulls him out and beats the hat out of him. And then Wesley gets out the other side of the car and like has a cigarette mm-hmm. while they're like fighting. They're like fighting. It's not mm-hmm. like because uh, homeboy's trying to kill Kingpin as well. And then he just puts his head in between the do- the car and the door. And, and proceeds to so town, rage quit. Right? Oh. Rage quit all over Anatoly. And that's what I needed. I needed a threatening villain that I would be scared of. And he, this man child, this person who has yes, his, yes. Inability, yeah. yes, his inability to express himself any other way than just smashy, smashy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love that they
1: brought that up. They brought up the fact that he... Uh... He uh he felt embarrassed in front of that girl. You ever see? you ever see people? And they, I always say this like you can't skip all your development phases as as a you know you have phases where you have to grow. You have to fall flat on your face. Yeah. And there's some people that can't handle criticism. Some people that can't handle being embarrassed, anxiety, and like in the most normal. If I had to break this down to somebody, and, like let's say he was a friend of ours. Let's say Kingpin Wilson Fist was a friend of ours. Like yeah. he just he was embarrassed. He doesn't handle it well. Yeah. So a lot of that, and he's trying to keep his hands clean. Yeah. You know. But I'm sure more than anything, he was pretty embarrassed. Also the guy, you know, kept trying to, you know, let me talk to him or whatever he was, you know, whatever his whole gripe was, he wanted to do it face to face with Fisk, even though Fisk doesn't do anything face to face. He has Wesley. It was real. And yeah. they did a really good job of that. Um there was this the right before the last fight, I wanted to talk to you about uh, that speech that he gave. Okay, he yeah. is the ill will on, yes, on
0: the, yes. That shit was so good. But I realized that I'm the shepherd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Thing yeah. There. yeah, because we find out how important Vanessa is to Fisk mm-hmm. to the point that it, it it starts to cloud his judgment. I viewed Vanessa as almost an escape for Fisk. Like, I think that Fisk thought that the life that he had was the only life he can have. Mm-hmm. And in seeing Vanessa, it opened up a whole new world of possibilities. And he much rather hang out with Vanessa than Owsley or, mm-hmm. or Gao or any of them. And in that moment, he realized what choice, what life he wants. And Owsley finds that out and they get her poisoned. Mm-hmm. And so Fisk is not, you know, he's pissed. He can't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. Owsley dies. Everyone basically dies at a certain point. Um, and we also get that thing where Karen um, is trying to look up stuff on Fisk, finds out about his mother. And then that gets Ben Yorick killed. Yeah. Because uh, literally just pounded till he's dead. That shit was sad. <laughs> um, and then somehow in season Good two, they're just like, well, you were friends with an editor or a newspaper reporter. How would you feel about being a newspaper reporter? And they just give her the and job her the,
1: and his office. And his office. <laughs> I love that she's qualified for every job. That's it. Uh, she's just qualified. Oh, she's, secretary. Oh, she's like. like that's a, it, paralegal. Pseudo. Yeah. And
0: now, and now we're doing this. Um, but that fight at the end of uh Kingpin um versus Matt was really really good. When Matt finally has the gear on, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, it, it's funny because Wilson Fisk says almost a very cartoonish line of just like I'm gonna kill you yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in a very cartoonish yeah. way and then Matt just says you know take your best shot and that's Matt Murdoch like he's gonna let you he like swing I'm gonna swing too don't get it twisted I'm a mm-hmm. duck and I'm a dodge and I'm a swing but this is gonna it's gonna be a fight and um I think I think that first season is damn near perfect. I think that it deserves that 99% uh, Rotten Tomato score there.
1: I actually forgot about the Vanessa getting poisoned. You actually just reminded us. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so yes, forgot. so yes, ninety nine. I I I'd keep it there.
0: That yeah, they good. they. He was stressed. My man was stressed. Um, then we get to Jessica Jones season one, directed by Melissa Rosenberg, released on November twentieth, two thousand and fifteen. Just a sh- a few short months after Daredevil, and uh, with a Rotten Tomato score of ninety four percent. Synopsis: Ever since her short-lived stint as a superhero ended in tragedy, Jessica Jones has been rebuilding her personal life and career as a hot-tempered, sardonic, badass private detective in Hell's Kitchen, New York City. Played by self-loathing and a wicked case of PTSD, Jessica battles demons from within and without, using her extraordinary abilities as an unlikely champion for those in need, especially if they're willing to cut her a check. Um, I dug this because it's the first um, solo woman property for Marvel. You know, you got Kristen Ritter coming in. I knew her from Breaking Bad. People know her from the B from Apartment 23 and a bunch of other shows. Bro was she on two pro girls? No, that's a, uh, that's a girl from Thor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, we got this reluctant hero, uh, a noir hero for okay. the first time, uh, an actual detective, uh, with, they had detective music. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they had, um, she was always in these dark, dark places, dimly lit, covered in smoke. Um, it, Opens up with narration of her talking about how she feels about the city yes. and her clients. So it's very personal. You're, you're very much with Jessica on all these stakeouts and and stuff. And we they play constantly with the themes of consent and PTSD and manipulation because the villain of this is David Tennant playing uh, Kilgrave. I actually forgot his first name. David? Or, or no, David. Kilgrave's first name. Oh, he
1: had like a weird, like, yeah, long like, British I name. I keep trying
0: to think Obadiah. <laughs> so no. it like Obadiah State <laughs> or whatever. Um, Jedediah Kilgrave, something like that. I'm gonna pull it up. You, you I'm find gonna pull that for me. Um,
1: I was going to say, I had to check it real quick. This was the first superhero, closest thing to superhero female or uh, superhero thing we had. Yeah. I just checked Wonder Woman was 2017. Yeah. So yeah. this was the first, yeah. actually.
0: Yep. Yep. And that's why when everyone was making a big deal about these other things, I'm like, Jessica's out there doing it. What you, <laughs> what you doing? Um and Kilgrave plays the purple man the purple man has the ability to uh, to uh, convince you to do, to do anything, whatever, anything that he wants literally as he like the thing that he says that will be the thing that is in your head and you won't be able to get out, get it out of your head until you accomplish mm-hmm. it Um, and, and I didn't
2: I didn't think how well they can twist they were gonna twist that around and how literal yeah, it was how how literal Zebediah it was,
0: yeah. Zebediah right yeah
1: Zebediah Kilgrave
0: Zebediah Kilgrave okay Zebediah Kilgrave, because murder corpse was taken or something like that, right? What yeah, was that? yeah, oh, yeah, that was, that was great.
1: I love that they, the way they. Because they...
0: it is a kind of cheesy name, Kilgrave. But um, it starts off with a, uh, a, a set of parents looking for their child, Hope. Um, she finds Hope, and we get the first inkling of Kilgrave's reach when Hope shoots her parents in, in a. In a Elevator mm-hmm. and tells Jessica to smile. And it was creepy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was creepy as
0: hell because she keeps clicking the trigger. Mm-hmm. And then comes to. And then starts to cry because her parents are dead. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, wait, she had no idea that she just murdered these people in cold blood. Uh, and it just shows you the the pull of uh, of Kilgrave's powers. And we're also introduced for the first time to Mike Coulter, who comes in as Luke Cage, as a uh, as a owner of a bar. That Jessica frequents very early in the series, um, and we get a little bit of Luke and Jessica, some superhero love making. I
1: think I think that was the first time I realized like, she's kind of hot.
0: Yeah, she's yeah. kind of hot. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, how you feel about the superhero love making? The uh, super love making.
1: It was cool. She was broke the bed. It was strong. Yeah. It was strong. It was
0: strong. Yeah. And yeah. and
1: he did not dominate her. They they
0: uh. It was equal footing. It was equal footing. <laughs> equal booking. <laughs> yeah, fifty fifty they, booking. They, yeah. I feel you. I um. I like that they were—they both warned each other. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, I don't, you know, don't want to break you. Like, like, yeah, you I know, don't want to break, break you. Yeah, like, what do you <laughs> think this is? Um, I like
1: that, I think, often in movies and stuff, we see like, it's like hard-drinking Indiana Jones-style guy, Han huh? yeah. Solo type. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to bang out these women. And I'm... and yeah. then now women, in today's, because you know, the older you get, you realize... Girls don't just wear, you know, skirts and they're really like polite. There's different types of women. Yeah. And Jessica Jones represents like uh, someone for those women, in my opinion. You know, like now nah, they're going to go for the guy.
3: You yeah.
1: Because they're also right. just like any other person they have needs or whatever. And she's this hard drinking. I want to have sex right now woman. And I feel like that's that was really cool for for girls. It know? was also
0: very unglamorous for a hero. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and I and, and coming okay. off the strength of Daredevil, which was kind of the hero archetype, mm-hmm. uh, it, it got muddy and gritty and bloody, but it's very much uh, paint by numbers like origin story. We got somebody who's kind of like heroes, like mm-hmm. that they suck, like, mm-hmm. they, yeah. <laughs> and so it was cool to get that other side of this. Um, and we get the introduction of Kill with that whole children are to be seen and not heard scene where he you only see him from the back of the head, yeah, he yeah, walk yeah. into somebody's apartment, gets to their apartment yeah you get to get ke- he gets the apartment throw puts the kids in the closet gets the mother to cook him a meal or something like that and you're like this guy is absolutely crazy um we got to talk about Jessica Kellarena Luke Cage's boo mm-hmm. who we find out she was into something she probably shouldn't have been into anyway right. uh but
1: very gray area there.
0: Yeah, that yeah. that there, Jessica killing Rena and breaking the spell is ultimately what sets the, the course of this entire season. Mm-hmm. Because since then, um, Kilgrave, I think, was hit with a bus. And so he, would, he had to, like, go through some surgeries. And now that he's 100%, he wants to find Jessica because Jessica was under his control, broke out momentarily. He hasn't seen her since.
1: He actually was, like, he was in love with her, right? That was yes. The whole thing. He yes. was, like, legitimately yeah. in love with her. I think it goes back
0: to what you were talking about before about the stunted levels of maturity. Mm-hmm. He is a child because he's never had to have the patience that it takes to not get the things you want. Automatically, mm-hmm. And his inability to understand that just because you want it doesn't make it yours. Mm-hmm. Um Really. Or that you even need it. Yeah. Really drug, like drug him through a bunch of different realizations over the course of this thing to the point that there's scenes where he's actually being kind of nice. He's actually being kind of when like creep move, buying the house, the childhood home. Right. Cool move, about to slap the neighbor for getting kind of disrespectful. Like the neighbor was getting kind of maui, and he was like, "I can make a slap herself." <laughs>
1: yeah, they did a really good job of almost making you like him, and I like it because yeah.
0: David Tennant is charming. Like you said, again, the actor just has it. So make them make that man play the Riddler. That's it. it, it yeah, it would be good.
1: That uh, uh, I liked. I liked the uh, the. They really humanized him in a way that he was like, "I don't know if people are doing this because I tell them to, or or." Or uh, or it's because they want to, I can't tell the difference, yeah, because you can't,
0: yeah, so, and you find out that he's been experimented on since he was a kid by um, his parents, right by his parents, yes, yeah, by right. his parents, um, and we get the only thing i had the only issue I had with this season is that they kept catching him, and they kept losing him, mm-hmm. um, but I think one of the most dramatic times that they caught him and lost him was when they brought him into what they called the sin bin. Mm-hmm. and um, it's like the water and yeah, shit yeah with the water mm-hmm. uh, in the room oh, and that stuff was when
2: you told Patsy to pull a bullet on her head that, yeah, yeah I love that scene too
0: um, and so he's in there and uh, they're trash uh, Jones is trash talking him from the outside mm-hmm. they bring his parents she gets his finds his parents brings them over and they, she has a sw- she has a, like a shut off switch on her side mm-hmm. so if he ever gets too crazy he just he just hit the switch and I think like it gets electrocuted or something mm-hmm. yeah and he gets subdued um, but Unbeknownst to her, Hogarth cuts. Because we get introduced to her, Jerry Hogarth too? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss comes in as Jerry Hogarth, uh, playing Jaren Hogarth. Um, they swapped the gender for this show. I don't think anyone cared. I don't think anyone noticed. Right, right. Ben Urich in the comics is white. No one gave a damn.
1: Diversity, God. You know No one cares. One on that day. <laughs> you only care.
0: Yeah, you only care when it, you kind of remember, sort of, who that person looks like. But um,
1: if they're obscure enough. And they're casted with uh, somebody that's we'll really You will have rage? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, yeah. It. That's We it. don't care.
0: Um, they get they get the parents in there. They lock the door and then kill proceeds to make his mother stab himself. Stab herself.
1: Fucking crazy! You think he would do that? To his dad? <laughs> with the amount of years, <laughs> with mom. the of,
0: for the amount of years that they he has, they've not. That she's not raised him, so right when she goes to go start, Jessica stomps. Uh, you know the button and it doesn't work. Well, yeah, what was the deal uh, with that again? A uh, uh, Jerry cut it. Yeah, because Jerry, Jerry, Jerry floor, was gonna. I think what the
2: floor was. Uh, floor was covered execute? in water, and it was supposed to get Electrocuted, electrocuted yeah. yeah,
0: and th- this is the this is the first of the why the hell is Jerry Hogarth siding with the villain <laughs> stories that happens in it's Jessica just Jones. A rotten soul, that woman. She is, um, but that's Fair when he walks. Uh, uh, Patsy draws a gun on him, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Put a bullet in your head, Patsy." But the way he delivered away. that line, yeah. man, real quick, yeah. yeah. Put a bullet in your head, Patsy, and yeah. then he just walked out. And <laughs> then you see her trying to literally push, push, the, yeah, push, push a bullet, bullet into, her into her head.
2: I like the way Jessica and then Jessica puts the it in her mouth. Yeah, she puts it in her mouth, and then. And then you, but the thing is, so it also didn't right.
0: work yeah. until she explained it. Mm-hmm. She put it in her mouth, and she goes, "All right, it's in your head, right?" And then it happens. And then it, she's released from it. So he literally, she had to feel that like it happened. Yeah. It couldn't be somebody else saying like, you know, that it was in her head. I it did that with the crowd too,
1: didn't they? Was like jump off or something? Yeah. And he, um, they convinced him Simpson that he Simpson
0: almost jumped off the roof. Yeah. Because he was done with him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, no, forget it. Yeah. Um, and then he told the guy to screw himself. That was the whole thing. Yeah. He made a yeah. guy stand by the gate and he pissed himself. Yeah. He was standing by the gate forever. Um, we get introduced to Rachel Taylor, a.k.a. Trish Walker. A.K.A. Patsy Walker, Mm -hmm. um, who hosts uh, her own um, talk show called Trish Talk. Um, We get introduced to Clemens, but then Clemens dies because we get introduced to Nuke. (laughs) Um, Nuke, this is his first time being played in live action. The character used to take a bunch of pills, red, white, and blue pills. They used to jack up his adrenaline. He is a super soldier. He's a result of the super soldier program. Um, So
1: many people's lives got ruined because Mm -hmm. of that. All because Mm -hmm. they're trying
0: to make another cap. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Wolverine, Luke Cage. Hulk. Uh, Hulk oh, all of them. Is babe. A, uh, I'm telling you, I'm point. sure there's somebody I'm forgetting right now. I Maybe. mean, all the Weapon X's,
0: you know, all oh, that that whole the Weapons Plus program, all of them. Uh, I did like. I mean, I did, did think it was shocking when Nuke did kill Clemens. Like he just point blank shot point him blank in that room him. and then set the room on fire. Yeah, um, weird. That, that was a lot. Um,
1: in, but, in the comics, he's like a Captain America, like die yeah, he's hard, got a, right? He has got a, a tattoo on his face. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I true. like. I like that he. Uh, he dressed like Captain America in the Winter Soldier, like he looked, down to the yes. jacket and shades.
0: He looked like Chris he looked Evans very much that. like Chris Evans, yeah. like like a like a bizarro world version of Captain America, which I thought was really really cool. Um, but again, yeah, that starts off weird because first he starts kind of like dating Trish, mm-hmm. and then he becomes uh, Agent of Kilgrave's, and then Trish has
1: more sex in the show than Jessica does. Start yes, to put that out there. but they get, <laughs> they get it though. Yeah. They
0: they are not. And I, I'm not used to seeing it, but I'm down for it. Like,
1: do you do you notice like there, there's there's scenes where dirt. women receive oral sex and men do not in that show? It's I don't yes. care, but yes. it, it was it was just like well, oh as guess a matter of fact, I don't think there's
0: any scene in uh, Marvel Netflix where a man is receiving. Well, no, Jessica Jones season three. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll, so, yes, uh, we find out that Jessica Jones was responsible for killing. Luke Cage's girlfriend um, and they actually are able to put Luke Cage under Kilgrave's spell and Luke and Jessica duke it out at a nightclub uh, while Kilgrave is emceeing the entire thing <laughs> um, and it ends basically with a shotgun that it rattles the brain of Luke and we get Claire back we get Claire Temple back from um, uh, Daredevil which is really really cool because that was the first tie-in There's This first Agent Coulson mm-hmm. sighting in all this and um skipping entirely over the dead fetus plot we'll just go to <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll just go to uh the ending where um Trish is kidnapped by Kilgrave and the only way he will let her go is if Jessica agrees to come and be with him stay with him live with him and it looks as if Kilgrave has his hold back on Jessica um but Jessica basically raises him by his neck and snaps it yeah. It says smile, and
1: uh, crazy b- ending. Crazy ending. Yeah, I saw that
0: coming. I did like Malcolm. Malcolm was in this. Um, he starts off as like a drug addict, and then he kind of cleans up. Yeah, I man. think he's a really um, he's a charming. Character. He's a charming. He's a charming guy. Yeah, for a bum. Oh. Yeah, for yeah, for. A, well, I think yeah. Kilgrave got him on the drugs, but it's a whole yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a man. whole thing.
1: He was a long-term character. You yes. Know? So that was. Um,
0: cool. I like that they went back and played with her jewel persona because that actually happens yes. in the comics yeah. yes. where she Excellent. was a superhero. Um and then it just didn't too, work out yeah. for her. Um and yeah, they showed her suit for a bit and she was also in a sandwich suit for a bit, which was which was kinda funny. But um I it I like Jessica Jones season one, like I said, uh Kelgrave killed it, and I think that it told it just had a uh uh different and defining viewpoint that we hadn't seen yet in superhero uh stories before. Not only female, but female dealing with this very particular um, trauma, the survivor's guilt, the PTSD of dealing with somebody who legitimately controls every aspect of your life. Um, mm-hmm. There's women out there who never escape that quote-unquote grasp. They never break that spell. And I think Jessica Jones, at least this story, is set out there to be that inspiration for those who find themselves with another purple man in their lives.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you guys think of Jessica Jones season one as a whole?
1: I like that she couldn't fly. Yes. <laughs> she, can she can jump She can't land. I can jump. I, her, it, her took
0: her, her me, it took
1: me by surprise. I
2: was in... Well, I uh, I love Jessica once the whole like halfway through because of her sarcasm and just her no tolerance for the bullshit. Yeah. So I thought that was real good too.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely somebody we needed um after the really really buy the books Daredevil who mm-hmm. you know definitely has a code. But just like Iron Man came out with Iron Man two before Avengers, Daredevil season two comes out before Defenders. So it goes mm-hmm. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Daredevil season two. Um, And with Daredevil Season 2, we get, uh, after defeating Fisk and his empire, Matt Murdock patrols the streets at night as the vigilante hero Daredevil. However, just as he stands at his tallest, the arrival of a new threat, driven by the same impulse for justice, but warped by the need for violent vengeance, enters the city in the shape of Frank Castle. However, the arrival of a face from Matt's past also signals an even darker ancient threat emerging to claim Hell's Kitchen. The first half of the season entertains the viewers with action-packed and enthralling episodes focused on the arrival of the Punisher, played by Jon Bernthal. And the second half, meanwhile, dwells with the romance between Matt Murdock and Elektra Um, I think the villains of this season were The Hand and The Blacksmith, mm-hmm. or uh, Daredevil and Punisher, respectively. But let's talk about the, that debut of the Punisher. Let's talk about Jon Bernthal. Let's talk about that bang
1: Moment <laughs> where, he
0: shoot, where he shoots Matt and Matt loses his hearing and Foggy finds him on top of a roof.
1: That was cool. That was <laughs>
0: He's like I've been running around rooftops looking for you.
1: <laughs> Matt that was a good line. Yeah. That, that fat
0: was... Foggy has enough with Matt yeah. in this season. Mm-hmm. There's an episode where he it. just he reams him out in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He's like, It's not my fault, Matt. Like that's your girl. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you this is your little nighttime hobby. I didn't want to sign up because that's the whole thing, is that Eventually, Matt signs up the entire firm to defend uh, Frank Castle. Yeah, Frank Castle is being uh, accused of killing people that he actually didn't. Even though did
1: Karen t- kind of push for that a little bit? Or, or, or was I think what she
0: what was. I think she. Well, I think she got under uh, um, Matt's skin because she was kind of like digging. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Frank. Frank. Yeah, 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 yeah Kind of like defended him. He's like, he's nothing like Daredevil, and well, she's yeah. like, yeah, well, maybe he gets things done. Yeah. and then she, he was like. Think you should leave. <laughs> 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 and so I thought, I thought that was really funny there. Um, but you gives you that iconic rooftop philosophy scene. I loved it. Um, right out of the comments.
2: You can't save more. Red. You
0: understand? Know mm-hmm. He said something like
1: You're a half measure.
0: He said I, I was holding my daughter in my hands, and there was just like meat where her face was supposed to be. Or something like that. Just something like horrific and just hollow. And you felt like this was a hollow man. He mm-hmm. felt. John Bernthal, I think I said this before, just has the ability to play somebody who's always simmering. His mm-hmm. rage is always boiling right underneath the so, pot, and yeah. all it needs is just a little bit of a crank, yeah. and he'll fly off the fly off the handle. Um, what do you think of John Bernthal as the Punisher now? You Him, know, coming in a long line of Punishers at this point.
1: He's my favorite. Uh, okay. The other one, the original one, I forgot his name. Thomas Jane. Yes, he looked pretty cool for Punisher. Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He had a cool look, but I. And enjoyed- he went to Puerto Rico.
0: Yeah, yes, I never forget that we had a. We had a <laughs> yeah, and he got ago. the shirt from us
1: like his son or something. What right,
0: <laughs> cool. like a, a, a surf shop? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, hey. like, all right.
1: This is like this is the symbol. I, well, cool, whatever. I liked it. Yeah. It was better than the warm, warm one. Uh, that guy looked like of a Lecter. Yeah. Uh, this one, <laughs> this one, I liked a lot. Um, he's very good casting, perfect voice. I like that he's kind of small, so like in height wise. Yes. Yeah. So he looks like he can get fucked up, which he fucking does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he gets beat up. Bad man, in this bad. I think real he bad. might have stole there was a, every scene he was in.
0: There was a joke I made after a while of like he will never be on screen with a, like no blemishes. Yes, either a broken nose or a black eyes, both eyes blackened. Yeah. They drill his foot <laughs> with a <laughs> with a drill so like, in this. He cuts his own forearm open. Yeah, uh, you it's, know it's it's a thing. Oh no, and then he gets a, a like a broomstick shoved in his forearm. It's uh, a whole it's a whole thing, man.
1: He uh him. And Jessica Jones are so different when the camera's off. If you yeah. watch her interviews, so it dish- goes to show you how great they are as actors. Yeah, because Jessica Jones sounds like a ditzy girl. Uh, well, Kristen Ritter sounds yeah. like well, not ditzy, but you know, it sounds like someone you'd see that's like loaded and gets her nails done right, right every week. You know what I mean? Like those stereotypical. And then this guy's straight out of Jersey, but when you put the camera on them, yeah, awesome.
0: I also mm-hmm. think they do. A, they both do a very good job of having a brave face, mm. and then and then playing somebody who may not know exact one hundred percent what's going on. Like mm-hmm. may not know if what they're doing is one hundred percent right. Like the quiet moments of John Bernthal as Punisher, like when he's sitting with Karen, he's like, "If you love something, you better hold on to that, right? Yeah. Don't play with that shit around me." <laughs> you know what yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, "We what, what talking about love, like love. love, love. Like, you got wrong with love, like, who got wrong with love? Like, he was really going at it. I was like." I'm not I, I think right. I see you there, Frank. I mean, if
2: you'd have told me, if you'd have told me that, um, homeboy from Shane, Walking, Shane from Walking Dead, <laughs> was going to be Shane.
0: Punisher. Why is it still coming?
2: <laughs> and that's what, and that's what I went back to go see when a couple episodes in, when he was just laying waste yeah. to everything and on on the um, rooftop of Matt. I went back and I seen that. I was like, you know what? They they, they, a, they probably, a, did the Ma, Ma probably did the same Mar probably did the same thing. Went a, back, he's literally looked, and an like,
0: animal, man. He, yeah, man. he feels like animal. He paces, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he looks like you right in the eye and then he he gets frustrated while he talks. Like oh, he literally feels like a force of nature. And mm-hmm. I think that's they did a good job with that. Um, from the serious to the central, how do you guys feel about Elodie Young coming in as the uh Electronachios?
1: I, I'm just gonna say it off the bat. I was like she's a little underwhelming for me yeah yeah and mm-hmm. then it picked up yeah and i was like okay you know uh she's not the i don't think she was the like she showed off everything she could do yeah until defenders like, okay i and this is just how i remember it i remember her in the in the show okay this is who she is okay um, and she dies, so yeah. <laughs> she wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, but she loved him or whatever, right? Like yeah. so that's what we got, Matthew. Matthew yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I like <laughs> she said that. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, that's the thing. They all call him something different. Yeah. Um, Foggy calls him Matt. Uh, Stick calls him Maddie, mm-hmm. and then she calls him Matthew. Yeah. And I just feel like it's different levels of either respect, love, or whatever, whatever they mean to him. So Stick will always call him Maddie. Come on, Maddie. Like go up, Maddie. Yeah. And then Matthew, what yeah. Matthew?
1: She she was an interesting...
0: Uh, I think about that she it. felt exotic. She felt more exotic than Jennifer Garner did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> sure it did. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, sure I, I felt did. like she could be in a secret organization and, leading an as assassin. And, and
1: she had her own movie, which sucked to high. Oh,
0: out I, yeah. We reviewed Electra, Electra on this. It was not great. You guys remember when...
1: I think this was. I think this was season two when she tried to leave through the airport and somebody tried. Yes, to that kill happens her. in season mm-hmm. two
0: on the on the plane, and everyone went crazy trying to figure out if that was a comic guy. There's no, no tie. There's nothing see- there. But I think she him. gets her size in that yes. moment, right? Yes, her Electro Nachos size. Uh, we got a bunch of flashbacks to them making love in Fogswell's gym. And mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah. yeah, that made sense. I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, that's cool. And, I they did a good job of making him look young. Yeah, you how know? do you
0: feel about her kidnapping the guy? Who did she kidnap? Did she kidnapped some guy that he was supposed to kill. Uh, oh, the guy that was responsible for killing his father. Yeah. Uh, gets kidnapped and um, tied up and she's like, okay, I got him for you. Like, again, do what you want to do now. Again,
1: that was some <laughs> shit out of uh, Batman Begins. Yeah. You know, with, uh, where where Bruce Wayne had the gun. Yeah, he had the gun and he, and then I forgot her name, but yeah, uh, she... Rachel. Yeah, yeah, Rachel. <laughs> and she was like, who are you? And it made him think. But that goes back to, and that goes... Look, that was such good writing because Matt is a man that faith has a lot to do with uh, his. He, his he's, a, he's a conflicted character, right? So yeah, so yeah, of course I want to get revenge, but it's not the right thing to do.
0: I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in charge of that. Yeah. Um. What I also I think is is really interesting is that I think that that's the last time they had seen each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because he walks. He, he walks makes off a stance, away, I'm yeah. not going to I'm kill. I'm not
0: going to kill him. And they break apart.
1: Doesn't she beat his ass, too, like, when they train and stuff? I think she beats his ass, right? When in the younger. boxing thing. With yeah, yeah, thing like she, like, beats him up. Pretty but bad. another
0: thing we find out from our boy Scott Glenn playing the incomparable Stick who actually debuted in the season prior. I love Stick. I love yeah, Scott too, Glenn. Man. I love his his um tough love mm-hmm. stuff. My There's... There's very few scenes that make me smile more than in season one. When he's sitting next to child Maddie, and he goes, "Sucks to hear that. Uh, that that truck or whatever killed you, ran you over," and he's like, oh, "It didn't run. I'm not dead. I'm just blind." And he goes, "Oh, I wouldn't think. It, I wouldn't think it by based on how you're acting." Oh, and I was no. like, "I was like, All right, let's go. Let's let's boot camp. We are here in boot camp now." Because when he said that, I was like, he really put it in perspective. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, yeah you, you're right, dead. you're blind, I'm blind too. Yeah,
0: But you ain't dead. So stop acting like you're dead. Mm-hmm. You didn't die in that accident. You only got blinded. Now let's get this work. And we find out that Stick also trained Electra and actually put Electra on Matt's path mm-hmm. to kind of always make sure that he was going to be okay. How do you guys feel about Stick's machinations? And um, they actually end up fighting. They fight. Matt kind of whoops on Stick a little bit. <laughs>
1: he, he's kind of secretly trying to make sure he stays this... Aid to his crusade, you know? Yeah. That's what he raised him to be. And Matt just wanted a dad. He he said straight up, I'm not your dad. Remember, he didn't want to keep the bracelet or something? Yeah. Shit? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But the think he found out that he kept it anyway or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I, and,
1: I, and I called it as like, he's going to have a heart. Of course. But he... Uh, he... I mean, you know, I, I couldn't blame anything Matt's character did, and it was hard for Matt to get his moments in the show because I really felt like Punisher stole every single scene he was in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it but, was
0: almost like he couldn't do anything right in this season, Matt, because yeah. he was getting the lecturer was getting mad that he wasn't constantly fighting the hand, and then the the you know Karen and uh, Foggy getting mad because he's not in the courtroom, yeah. and then Punisher's like, "Why aren't you killing everybody?" So he's yeah. like, "Stressed." <laughs> 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 yeah, so he's stressed in this season. Um, you definitely feel like he's getting pulled in a lot of uh, different directions, and I think just like that scene where he got tied up, another definitive scene happens where his apartment gets attacked, mm-hmm. and Electra kills a child or a child soldier. Yeah, it's like a young, like a yeah, teen, young, pre-teen, a yeah. young, a uh, young member of the Hand, but she just slits his throat like, like nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, "This is who Cause I it's am." It's war. It's war yeah. for her. And Matt again has a. And conscience. she was trained as a weapon in this war, and I, I don't think Homeboy's too happy about. His upbringing being used in this sense, mm-hmm. uh, Matt. Um, and even with Nobu dead in the previous season, Nobu comes back this season. Mm-hmm. And it's a season of resurrection. It's a season of the hand has some sort of technology in which they can bring people back from the dead. And they're using kids, and they're draining their blood. It's a bunch of stuff that with was, that. That was creepy,
1: though. Yeah, there's yeah, a
0: bunch thing. of stuff with that. The ninjas attack the hospital um, and stuff. But um, that was
1: that was a crazy sequence. We had to get in there, and he was fighting yeah. people.
0: And you find out that the um, that the Midland Circle Place that they were that they've been talking about since season one, they're actually building a hole. You'll find out later where it's going, mm-hmm. but it's like the biggest hole of all time. Yeah. Like I love that what actually happens is he th- They're like, how deep is it? And he throws something. Yeah, it and it even... doesn't fall. And then the next episode opens up. And then it falls like way, way, way later. And only he could like gauge that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was so far down. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so, uh, such a cool, uh, thing. But we can't finish this season without talking about a couple of great moments. Like, um, the after the rooftop, uh, conversation when Matt has to go downstairs, all the way downstairs oh, yeah. and beat, uh, try to beat the Punisher mm-hmm. <laughs> down the stairs and he's getting people fighting him on the way up. I thought that was amazing. I really like, uh, Daredevil with the Chain. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene of him, like... Literally, like, on all the adrenaline in the world. Mm -hmm. Where he, like breaks one of the lights with the chain and then he just turns his face and he's covered in blood and he's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like damn yeah. Matt like you here for like yeah like, he, he's fighting he, the whole yeah. he's
1: fighting the whole cast of the Sons of Anarchy yes yes <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The,
0: the dogs of something the dogs whatever. of war or something like Look, that whatever they were hell they got, dog. they're, they're, they're dogs their of hell I think yeah. it actually was Hell Dog he beat the holy hell out of them it was done so well Um, and then we we Eventually, we get the trial of the century, where we get another great moment of "I'm a big bad Punisher." Yeah. Oh, that was awesome, awesome, and another great moment for me because, as you Mag- guys piece know, of shit, whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was as you to guys
0: know, one. I'm I'm a soldier, and um, I spent some time overseas, and so I was very curious as how they were going to handle soldiers overseas, PTSD, and whatever. And I like that they start to play it up that this is these are all signs of PTSD, and then Frank is like. I don't got PTSD. I'm like straight. I wanted to yeah, kill those I'm... people. I knew who they were <laughs> and then I went and then I killed them. And matter of fact, I'd do it again. <laughs> I know what I would do. I, you know, I'm the Punisher. Everyone's calling me the Punisher and I guess that's who I am. I'm the big bad Punisher. And
3: no, good. it, it really, really made a stance <laughs> in that moment
0: to say like, no... Not every veteran is, uh, you know, one bad day away from being the Punisher, but this veteran in particular has decided to become the Punisher because of a bunch of fucked up situations. The whole blacksmith heroin stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. um, that you find out, um, and how his family got killed. Same way, like in the comics, where there's a mob hit and it's D.A. Reyes is in this season and she's just messing everything up. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets shot up, she gets gunned down, presumably by the blacksmith, who's Clancy Brown, the, um, General or yeah. the colonel or whatever. I think, yeah, I think it was the
1: colonel. I think it was
0: the colonel. The colonel, um, there. They
1: used him really well too, by the way. Yeah, like he, he was like, oh, when they like he's on like stand and stuff. Yeah. And he's, he's like Frank
0: mm-hmm. is the greatest man yeah. I have ever met.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I once watched him, you know, uh, save a bunch of people's lives because yeah. someone else made a mistake and then we literally
0: see that scene in Punisher season one. Yeah, we do. They literally show that oh, whole cool, segment. Yeah. in Punisher was 1. Yeah. And that was cool he because he wows out, bro. He, yeah, and boy, because the, the thing is. My favorite part of John Bernthal's performance as the Punisher is yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like he... he does that a lot. He Once does he does that, you know He does that in that know, the he does tough, that in that scene because you only do that to not feel pain. You yeah. only do that to put yourself in the mind state you're about to go through some extreme <laughs> stuff right now. And um that's definitely what, what happened here. Um so we we spoke about Big Bad Punisher, which lands him in prison. Which puts him face to face with Wilson Fisk. My man's back. Wilson Fisk's back. Frank's there. And Frank and Wilson get into a deal mm-hmm. that the Wilson double crosses and does the uh goodbye, Mr. Castle. <laughs> and thing. And uh we get Will- we get Frank Castle uh teeing off against several inmates he gets on the his own weapons. Hallway scene. <laughs> he gets his own hallway scene and oh my god. When I thought the other one was was like brutal, this one he's pulling shanks out. I love that They have a moment of, I guess it would be, what what he's trying to portray is the uh, adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you get that like white noise kind of thing for a while. Mm. Because he's like so tuned into this right now. And the way his his body language is, it's almost like he has to be on a hair trigger at all times. Or especially in a situation like this, or he'll die. Yeah. Like he has to be knowing everything and seeing everyone and blocking everything at all times. Or he'll die, and when you're when you're in that kind of position, you can't relax. Really, (laughs) you just you're -hmm. you're you're locked in and ready to go. Um, so I loved all that. Um, You remember the
1: scene where he uh he, like the last dude gets fucked up, and then he just like falls on him, and then he gets up and he's, like the Punisher Punisher print print on his yeah, yeah. his
0: face covered in blood because he's done he done put the gun in his neck yeah. and, dragged, and, it, and yeah. dragged it. So he's covered in this viscera that's all been spraying on his face. And because they're all wearing white jumpsuits, when he puts his face down on the, the gentleman, you see the, the outlines of the eyes and the cheeks yeah. and the Punisher mask. But the moment that I love is once he stands up and they, they throw, like, that smoke grenade. Mm-hmm. And you just have that image of Punisher standing there covered in blood with smoke coming through. Yeah, and it's badass. just like, man, this is just so cool. Like, they effortlessly cool. They pushed
1: him so hard in yeah, that. Like, did. he really stole that season. Yeah. Honestly.
0: And then you get the scene, because, you, you know, Wilson Fizz is there. So you get the scene of, um, well, maybe I'll just uh, pay a visit to Vanessa. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> 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 Boom. He. Flips out. Uh, uh, Matt goes to try to get some info uh, mm-hmm. from Kingpin. Um, and it just leads to Kingpin feeling threatened or feeling like Vanessa's threatened, so he beats the hell out of Matt. That was video. so cool. Yeah, so that was cool. It was
1: like quiet, and then yeah. the, the loud noise it was, it was really great filming technique. It's like it just to, to, like that, you yeah. know, it just. Smacks That's him, bang, it. bang, bang, bang. And then Matts him with an uppercut.
0: Yeah, son of a boxer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. And Matt's like, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And no, and the thing, I you would think that Matt could probably continue the fight, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but he can't and he shouldn't he because does, it's, he's not oust yeah. as Daredevil. So he's like, he's I'm, just gonna he's I'm just going to go. I'm just going to. We'll have this talk tomorrow. <laughs> and yeah. he just
1: walks out. And he figured out, he goes, you run this shit. Yeah, it says you're not everybody's in everybody's in your pocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: that was cool. And that's when he first gets his, like his steak dinner from Denton because he gets uh, Frank to kill the person that they're saying is the blacksmith, which was actually the person running the prison. And once Frank kills that guy, mm-hmm. Fisk has the entire prison the way he wants. And that him. was like
1: almost like a, a a preview of what's coming in season yeah. three. That's what I'm was
0: saying. It? All of these 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 uh, writing, uh, threads they dangle and they continue. Um The series, oh, and there's another great moment of, like, after Foggy gives Matt shit, Karen stops by the house, Mm -hmm. and there's just a naked lady in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Was was that Elektra? It was Elektra. She had just gotten poisoned. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And she's just like, Karen's like, you know what? I don't even, don't even explain it to me. Like I don't even, (laughs) none of this makes sense. an old man, blind man in your living room. None of this makes sense. I'm over it. Uh, And so Matt has no friends. Mm -hmm. There's almost no life for Matt Murdock. He lost the case defending the Punisher. Mm -hmm.
1: The Punisher kind of threw it out the window.
0: Yeah, Murdock and Nelson is basically no more because Foggy's had it up to here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he just... It's going to be Daredevil for the rest of this season. And um, Daredevil and Elektra go off to face off against the Hand when it is revealed that Elektra is actually the Black Sky. This immortal weapon or something that uh, the Hand always uses. In season one... We find that the black guy is a child, and uh, uh, Stick kills him. Yeah, off screen. Fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Stick's like, "Oh yeah, I put a arrow through his heart." <laughs>
1: did, did they ever talk about who that big ass dude was? I thought that was gonna be the when Iron he went, Fist. When he went to um go see him at the yeah um, at the post credits, he's like, "Oh." You know, he's not ready yet, but he'll be ready.
0: Oh, you're right. It's some big-ass dude. dude. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good point. It's probably, it's probably somebody. Somebody's yeah, got to get it now, but like I don't know who it like is. boulder or some... Yeah.
2: Some, he had like scars. Like I was guy, like, oh, yeah. this is iron. Oh, this has to be iron. Oh,
0: no. It, you're right. It's stone.
1: Stone. There you go. Because
0: yeah. yeah. it's thick and stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I, I think I
0: saw that somewhere on YouTube. It, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. said Boulder. It made me think of something. But anyway, after finding out <laughs> that she's boulder. a black guy, she still is defending Matt. And then her and Matt go on a try to go out in a blaze of glory of just fighting a bunch of ninjas. Mm-hmm. And uh in the ensuing battle, Electra is killed. Punisher shows up. Even though he has a minigun, he does not shoot the minigun, he just shoots a regular gun. I thought yeah. he was gonna come in with that. Big ass <laughs> saw that he grabbed from um that that uh, shack. Yeah, you he know, full but, of weapons and shit. But no, and in that season he gets the CD that says Micro, yeah. which then goes in that direction when it when it chooses to. But um, you get Matt is crushed because Elektra's killed. Uh, Nobu escapes, but then Stick cuts off his head, and he's like trying to get back from try to come back from that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was
1: a slick line. I liked it.
0: Um, but ultimately the the main one of the main things that happens in this uh, season is that Matt reveals his identity to Karen at the end of the That season, was the very end, right? At the very yeah. end. He's like, you know what, man? I've had a hell of a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been probably the worst month I've ever had. Can <laughs> I be real with you for <laughs> a second?
2: <laughs> I'm a vigilante.
0: <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Um, so this scored sl- slightly less, 80%. Again, none of these scores really mattered to anything. It's mm-hmm. all about how you felt. I personally felt a little less about this season only because – um, like you said, I have a problem when the main character takes a step back. So yeah. right now, I don't feel like the flash is the most important person on the flash show. Yeah. And I feel like the flash show suffers because of it. Yes. Because the focus isn't there. And if you We're moving, all here to
1: see this. Right, know, right. Yeah. right.
0: And so in season two, it was like about Electra and about the hand and about Stick and about Punisher and about the Black Sky and about D.A. Reyes and what then then Karen's still writing and Karen writes an article about like and we're all great in Hell's Kitchen and Hell's Kitchen is great and that's how like that's another way it ends and stuff, but what about Matt <laughs> and like, what are, and I get these these things affect Matt yeah. and we get to see how the choices that he makes um you know the biggest crux of this is the idea of because you decide you can be the juror. Or the judge. Can you also be the executioner? Do you deserve to be the executioner? It's the old Batman story. Batman arrests people and puts them in prison instead of killing them because he believes in the justice system. It's up to the justice system to then decide what's going to happen with that guy. But he puts them in the system hoping that the system works. Now, the system doesn't work in many cases. And that's the reason why things like this happen. Why Fisk, Fisk happens and stuff. And then it makes you question... Am I doing this the right way? And Matt goes through all of those things, and that's why I think it makes him a compelling uh, hero in, in uh, these series of shows. It, it,
1: uh, the, it didn't help that John Bernthal destroyed every scene he was in. Mm-hmm. And I can't push yeah. that enough. He really, like, it almost felt like it was his show. Yeah. You know, and you're right. Too much was happening, but it wasn't, like, a bad too much. It was a lot to take in. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it wasn't overwhelming or, or contradicting or... or, or Convoluted, like the way Iron Fist season one was. And I was actually waiting to say that. Yeah, so much happened, but so much happened, and all of it was important. There wasn't much filler in yeah. season two. Um,
0: so I just think is there's so much of a shift, yeah, a dramatic tonal shift, yeah, where the Punisher stuff feels starkly different from the Hand stuff. And as it's it interesting should, and I mean. it's fun. As it's as almost, it almost
1: almost became more interesting than what, than what Matt was dealing with.
0: But I also think this is the beginning of like these little mysteries that don't really pay off. Like the whole like taking the fingers from remember that whole thing of like we're taking fingers from people and we're and we're there was like some weird ledger and that's how they found out about the hole but we don't even get to the bottom of the literally the bottom of it until Mm -hmm. Defenders (laughs) so there was a lot of mysteries that never went away because this is a setup season for Defenders yeah it actually sets up and setting up Punisher and it's Mm -hmm. setting
1: up um a bigger world uh, yeah. with with like these l- hints at little villains I and mean, I think at the you're end, right that's and, exactly so what it is like the, just like the the Iron Daniel Man
0: 2 comes. set up Avengers yeah, yeah, and,
1: and, yeah. and then uh, Foggy meets Hogarth right? is yeah, that what happens? that's how it ends and it's like oh it's connected to Jessica yeah you know? that's how, that's like, how like,
0: all yeah. this ends yeah and then we um, because uh, a lot of world
1: building in this one
0: because then we get into Luke Cage Season 1, created by Cheo Hadari Coker, released on September 30th, 2016, with a Rotten Tomato score of 93%. Pretty damn high. Season 1 of the gritty, action-packed drama followed Luke Cage, a man with super-strength and unbreakable skin, caused by a sabotage experiment. When the series begins, Luke is trying to be- rebuild his life by striving for a quiet life in Harlem, in Harlem, New York, following his failed relationship with fellow superhero Jessica Jones. Cage is pulled out of the shadows and forced into a battle for his city and is forced to confront his past, which he has worked too hard to bury. Um, I think this show carries around themes of becoming the company that you keep and uh, moving forward, always.
1: Didn't they break Netflix? is not yes. that the thing? Yeah, that first season. It's like, oh, it broke Netflix yeah, it was just to service you <laughs> and everybody's and watching it. Netflix Sweet is never one to
0: be like, this many people watched it, but that, it literally stopped working, and Luke Cage yeah. on Twitter was like, like, the Luke Cage music, like, yeah, sorry about that. Like. This was... Like, this was oh, oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Uh, I, I also... I remember this being the show that mentioned Iron Man by name, like, in a rap song or something, right? At the uh, end of it.
0: If it was... If Method Man was pre- freestyling yeah, about it, probably, yeah. most likely, yeah.
1: And it was... It was the most, I think, blatant, like... Because Luke Cage... Okay, so, Matt Murdock's A-list to me, right? Yeah. But depending on who you talk to, and I guess... If you're a fan of the Ultimate comics, I think Luke Cage is a bigger deal. Right? And he's like he works more hand in hand with like the caps and the and the other characters like
0: more. A-list. I think I think people end up becoming more interested in the character because they don't know how he's going to be portrayed. Yeah. With Daredevil, there's only so many ways, and mm-hmm. they picked the best one. But there's only so many ways yeah. with Luke. You had there was people with absolutely no background on this character. They were gonna get informed from this iteration of it. And I think that's that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and they also you know it's, it, it's a time where you want before a Black Panther exists. This is what we got. And, yeah. and in a world where diversity means more and that's a whole market, you know, to oh, be we honest, got Luke Cage.
0: To be honest, you know what I think actually um, suffers because this exists? Mm-hmm. Black Lightning. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, there's so many similarities mm-hmm. with the tone, the music, the, the villains that they try to create um, that when, when I saw Black Lightning season one, I was just like, man. Like, I want more Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I want more Luke Cage. Only because I, you know, I I relate to Luke Cage more than Black Lightning. Black Lightning in that series is an older gentleman. He's a father at that point. He's trying to retire from the superhero game. Oh, really? But, um, Yeah. He's... Is
1: he in like a different Earth, by the way? Or what's
0: the story? Yes, he is. But as you know, they're doing Crisis on, on Infinite Earths this season. nice? Which, ho- s- which hopefully will put um, Supergirl and Black Lightning on the same Earth as everybody else. Cool. When they're doing that. When they showed
1: him, I just remember thinking, like, damn, they really don't have the right to static huh?" Yeah, that's what I remember
0: thinking. They got to be getting there soon, though. You got to hope. Um, Yeah. So, obviously, the themes, like I said, of of Becoming the Company, you keep also the themes of, like, um, you you can't run fast enough from your problems. Mm -hmm. Luke tries to hide. Luke tries to sweep hair. He tries to duck down. He tries to live
2: the life. Now, he
0: could have been chill as a barber, but they they blew that up, literally. <laughs> yeah. They blew up his bar in, in Jessica Jones. Um, and so... Yeah, and
1: Jessica Jones, he actually says to Jessica, he goes, I don't... The hero... I, I actually watched it today, just because I, I didn't remember the scene then. I was like, oh, wow, he said that. He didn't want to be a hero. He said it, it welcomes so much ungarnered attention. That makes sense. And then...
0: Yeah, because she's one of the first people to realize that he has unbreakable skin. Yeah. And
1: he, I think he like he like confided in her and yeah. he found out, hey, you killed my wife or whatever. Wife, <laughs> yeah, he, he by the way. The well, he was going <laughs> to go kill
0: the bus driver. Mm-hmm. And Jessica Jones, he almost killed the bus driver because he thought the bus driver killed his wife. And then she's like, no, it was me. I'm sorry. And so it happened. So he's living hard. He's he's, ha- he's having hard. And we're sitting here and we're... we're, we're um, Sympathizing for him and we're like, man, when is Luke Cage gonna get a break? And 30 minutes in, he's slapping cheeks with mm-hmm. Misty Knight. <laughs> yeah, yes. oh
1: my getting. god. He's that
0: getting so. it. He's getting he's having the first cup of coffee we've seen in Marvel Netflix yeah. so far. And uh that also really let me know that um this show was gonna be different than the rest yeah. of the than the rest of the shows here. Um now um it also has some undercurrents of the Black Lives Matter movement with the hoodie stuff.
1: Yes. Um the the Trayvon un- Martin stuff the, too. Trayvon yeah, Trayvon Martin,
0: mm-hmm. um, the unkillable black man in a hoodie. You know, like that's that yeah. would be a hero, right? Like yeah. that would be, you know. Um, the and he celebrated. Of that. He celebrated, right? Like, yeah.
1: From what I remember from season one, he was like, he was really, he, like, he was so celebrated. I think Charlemagne the God uh, was like talking about it. Yeah, you know? he's
0: like, I loved it, and I liked the um, community taking him in and them sharing the everyone wearing the hoodies. Yeah, Like, throwing the cops off the scent. Because right. if you're looking for somebody with holes in their hoodies, then... Uh,
1: Everybody was doing it, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I, I really, really dig that. Um, I, I'm bringing up music here because I love I love the fact they have musical acts and everything. There's still a song in the first episode that has not been released. And it burns me up. What song is it? It's, it's by Rafael Sadiq. I don't know what the name of the song is because it doesn't exist. But it's the song that they play... When the um when the thing when the stick up goes wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, Chico and all and all those young cats yeah. try to rob a hammer tech gun. I love that they brought up hammer tech Yeah, by the way. they try to rob a hammer tech gun thing. Mm-hmm. That was like the stupidest thing ever, right? Like they start shooting each other. Like, yeah. they, like one, of them, <laughs> one, one of them shoots the other one and then Chico runs away or whatever, yeah. and then it's a whole thing. But they're playing a song during that moment, and it was so poetic because it was contrasting what was happening in the club mm-hmm. versus what was happening outside. And what was happening outside had very much to do with Cottonmouth, who was just chilling in the club listening to music. Yeah. So you see him, this this villain, uh, Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes, and he's sitting there, he's chilling, he's drinking, and he's telling people, don't worry, everything's fine. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. where it's taking place, he's being robbed. Yeah, And then... How frightening of a villain is he? Because then he's able to get homeboy there mm-hmm. to the to his um club, and that's when he did, does the whole like um you know I wanna hit uh, what, uh, I would I would hit you with a fist, but I I don't want to hit a bitch or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when he's like, oh, you're looking at the Biggie poster. Everybody looks at the Biggie poster, and it, yeah. yeah, eyes go right to the crown because everybody mm-hmm. wants to be the king.
1: He was he was a killer in that. In I that he was,
0: yeah. love. Mouth. I love Cottonmouth. I love Cottonmouth so much. I'm very disappointed that he doesn't become the series long um, or season long villain. Um, but that entire character, he he's played off as very calm, cool, and collected in the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And as Luke Cage gets under his skin, he becomes more and more unraveled. Yeah, and starts doing irate, crazy, crazy, crazier stuff. And you can tell that his ego is being hit and mm-hmm. his ego is being hurt. At yeah. one point, it becomes a thing of, like, how much money we got. It's like, you're basically broke. Like, he, he just, all his um, plans are falling apart. But my ma- two-time Oscar award winning, <laughs> I have to say that every time, yeah. ma- Mahershala Ali yeah. plays um, Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes and will soon be playing the Daywalker Blade right. soon. Um, gives an excellent performance in this. One of my favorite parts is his laugh. Yeah, yeah, la- yeah. He has a laugh. He had
1: a fucking bastard laugh, man. Like, you wanted to even get and beat up. he'll go,
0: up. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> 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 you know, he, he was always doing that, that, that stuff. Harlem's um, Captain America. Nigga, you <laughs> think you Harlem's Captain America. All that stuff. I was in the back for it. That line in particular, mm-hmm. where he goes, he, goes um, he actually says, what? You think you Harlem's Captain America? Mm-hmm. Nigga, please. Mm-hmm. And I paused it. And I said, "This is Marvel. Like this is, yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is the same place where where Tony Stark hangs out. Like mm-hmm. it all exists." But they're talking, maybe not in the in the best way. But this is the way I see people talking in the street. Yeah. It's the way I was raised this is just mm-hmm. how people talk. And so to have them use that dialect, but still invoke names like Thor and and Iron Man. To have somebody selling bootleg DVDs of the uh, events of Avengers One. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff was hilarious. Really, really, but it's uh, so real. It's so, so real. It's so good.
1: It's like if that really happened, that's what would happen. That's how people really talk. And I think Netflix gave them the, uh, w- like something that you can't, you can't say this stuff on network television. You can't have it on Agents of Shield, right? You know, yeah. but you can not have it on Netflix because there's no. I mean, if even if there is a rating,
0: I, I, you know? I wonder if like maybe people think that this is too niche, niche mm-hmm. of a of a subset. Of a, of a culture no. to play to but I'm telling you man play to it we come in droves because I was <laughs> happy as hell um I loved pops mm-hmm. you know like swear jar put it in the, he was that?
1: he was such a good throwback to an Uncle Phil family matter I forgot the dad's yeah, yeah, name yeah, for yeah, family yeah, matter yeah. it was like that kind um, of character Carl wins Carl. like yeah he, w- he had that kind of feel like he's like everybody's dad everybody's yeah. dad yeah, yeah.
0: But I've also really liked that whole thing about like, uh, yeah, the swear jar thing. Like mm-hmm. Such a small thing, but the idea that he, uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. The hood has no accountability. <laughs> yeah. The hood has absolutely none. You can go and do something wrong and come back and no one's going to say nothing because nobody cares. No one's in your business like that. But Pop says when you're here, it's Switzerland. No beef, no, no gang none. shit, no cursing. Mm-hmm. None of it. Uh, to the point when remember uh, Cornell stops by over there, yeah, and he gets shaved down or whatever like that, and Luke almost presses him because he didn't pay, yeah, and he pays him. He throws like throws the money at. It. He goes like Tone, pay the man or some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about Tone. Yeah. My man Tone shot up Pop's barbershop. The bastard shoots up Pop's barbershop. Uh, trying to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Tells Cottonmouth. <laughs> well first Turk Turk is there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turk, Barrett, Turk Barrett baby. Turk is there too. And um they have a chat on this top is of the third
1: roof. this is Turk's like what third fourth appearance in yeah, the year about yeah. Marvel's and he shows up in Daredevil first. Yeah
0: he does. Yeah he shows up Daredevil again in season two. Um so in this he goes <laughs> He goes, um Yeah, you know I was just like show a force, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, of Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. And he grabs him by his neck and, mm-hmm. and his waist and throws him off the top of the roof. It's and he crazy. smashes through the car. And then he goes, You could collect your money from Tone downstairs, Mr. Barrett. <laughs> and then Barrett goes, Y'all, Harlem niggas is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I was like, This show was made for me. I, I'm just digging the authenticity of it. I, I'm, I just loved all of it. Um, I liked I like Domingo mm-hmm. going in there eating half baby roofs and throwing them on the floor. Yeah, well, th- just to be a dick, mm. like yeah, this, uh, like this. yeah, this is shit gangsters do to get each other mad, like <laughs> yeah. I'm petty gonna, shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk yeah. to you and throw. But the weird shows of strength mm-hmm. in this show, uh, absolutely amazing. We also get the introduction of uh Cornell's cousin, 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 right? Yeah, Mar- she's Mar- cousin Mariah Dillard. Uh, Black Mariah played by Alfre Woodridge fresh off of uh uh Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> Civil she War. was the
2: mom. We remember.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> My son died. That's a crazy
1: ass cast. They keep using them. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: But we also got introduced to Shades, played by Theo Rossi. And I think the least of the tri- uh, the the trio of or the quadruple uh, villains, Diamondback with a striker played by Eric Laray Harvey, which I think I was the weakest out of out of those. Characters there. Yeah, he was like
1: menace. Like not menace. He was like overly like excited to kill Luke Cage. You know, he was, he, like, ha, ha, ha. He was
0: very what I like to call mustache twirling villain. Yeah, yeah. He's you know, like,
1: ha, ha ha I got yes, you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a weapon. And it was <laughs> such <laughs> a contrast
0: from the very real Cottonmouth. Mm-hmm.
1: Like he mouth was like a mental chess game, and this guy's like a physical threat almost. Yeah. You know, and he, he had an emotional link because. You know, we we'll, we'll hey, find hey out Hey
0: boss, what if we use banan neglect? What? Mm-hmm. benign neglect. I read it in a book. Oh I boom, boom, boom. Does anybody <laughs> else have any idea? <laughs> Carmouth, you know, he reminded remind me how
1: great he was. He it was it was and to come back it. to the kill him off.
0: He was up he was another one that's like Punisher where you always felt like he was right on the brink of just flipping the hell out. Mm-hmm. There's a scene the scene. Where he sees the Judas bullet for the first time, mm-hmm. like the test footage of the Judas bullet, mm-hmm. he's mad happy. Mm-hmm. He's like, whoa, yeah, damn, hell yeah, let me get one of those. Like, yeah. so totally down. And the conversations he has with um, Black Mariah, uh, AKA Mariah Dillard, are incredibly interesting because a lot of her side is like, oh, like, just keep doing what you're doing. Like I don't want another part of this. And he keeps like, but you hear though.
3: Yeah. Like, like but you hear you, you in but it. But you hear though. Right. Like how
0: much more can you act like you're not made for this? And then we find out the tragic backstory that it was decided mm-hmm. from their childhood that Cornell would be groomed for that life, yeah. and that Mariah would be groomed for office. Yeah. And Mariah, I think, is a senator. A
1: senator? No, no, she's like a community thing, like a community. yeah, like a, I forgot what it was. Uh, She's not a senator, she's like a not a senator, you're right. It's like a, a, a not even a councilwoman. I,
0: f- I she, think it is a councilwoman. You sure? I, I wouldn't think, be surprised if she it was, was a like councilwoman. She was like a community like Councilwoman Stokes. Like, like or a Dillard community Dillard president or shit. She's a class president. She's, class, like president. <laughs> she's yeah. class president. And um you see and then you find out that um Mariah was molested mm-hmm. by The uncle or The or uncle. Wasn't that Cornell's father? No.
1: It might have been Cornell's...
0: Uncle, right? Yeah, As I think...
1: Well. I, no, 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 no. I think it was their cousin or something. I mean, regardless, it was it was a family member. It was either an older yeah, cousin... Yeah, because
0: Mama Mabel... It was Mama Mabel's husband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so she was running all kinds of weird, illegal shit in the 80s. She, yeah, and, basically <laughs> a prostitution ring. Right, and... Which uh, is real shit. That yeah. really happened. Like, what the fuck? Yes, and Harlem... Grew because of it, like you know I said, like they Great. they took it in their own hands, and mm-hmm. it was maybe not clean hands, but they did something of it, and that's that's literally them trying to show like this grip that they've had on Harlem from the get. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in a argument, mm-hmm. as Mariah is also uh, repeatedly getting unhinged because Luke Cage has stolen money from both of them, mm-hmm. um, does the Christmas Addicts break in, um, bring the ruckus where? He's got a car door, yeah. and he's just going in there, he's smashing things up, really, really cool um, and they thought they got him got when Kai Mouth shoots a rocket launcher at him yeah. at a Chinese restaurant, but it turns out that um that was he's, a crazy he he's literally just he's unbreakable, he's unstoppable, and he's become the uh their antagonist um from of the Stokes family,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but in an argument. Cornell brings up the fact that he believes that Black Mariah always asked for the sexual assault that she was given. Mm-hmm. Mariah flips out and oh, kills, yeah, kills Cottonmouth. Right in the club, too. <laughs> Throws him out of... A, hits him with a, a, a bottle, which sends him out of the window mm-hmm. and then beats him with the microphone stand until he's dead. Crazy shit. Then Shade walks in on him and Shane's like, we need to just clean all this up. Yeah. And they blame it on Luke Cage, and because he's working for Diamondback as well. Shades, they all know each other from the from back in the day, and um, then Diamondback shows up. Diamondback shoots Luke Cage with the Judas bullet. Judas. Um, Luke has to recover. We f- find the doctor that did all that. Mm-hmm. We go through the flashbacks of Luke Cage in some kind of weird Fight Club. Um, in and, jail, right? In jail, in jail. and um, we find out that Rena or Rena Riva was in it on was in on it from the entire time, which. You broke know, his heart. Broke his heart, and because he was gonna fight Jessica over her, his whole yeah. thing. Um,
1: and I actually forgot about that. That actually makes sense for why they got along again. Okay. Yeah,
0: because he was like, oh. yeah, she was nothing. She was yeah. a bird bitch anyway. Yeah. But, she, <laughs> but um, I think
1: that was his equivalent to like Electra being like, you know, like planted in his life.
0: Oh, I didn't even say that. We got one of our first post-credits ever in the end of Daredevil Season 2 when we find out that Electro has been put in this kind of weird casket. Yeah. Ceremonial casket. So this is all going on at yes, the same time. Yeah. at, at yeah. the same, same, time, same time. time. Right. Um, yeah, you saw a bit of Luke, uh, the the Fight Club stuff, and then Luke Cage breaks out, puts on the, the costume. Did you, look, you
1: guys see that, by the way? Like the throwback tiara? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then he, he, goes, like, I look, he goes,
0: I look like a runaway slave. And then <laughs> yeah, he takes, then it off, yeah. takes it off. Great. um I, I like that um that speech he gives that kid who tries to rob him mm-hmm. about the n word. yeah where he's like, you know, don't you think you could like you could do anything or whatever he they he really gave it to him in that moment. Um, but the things shift once Kyle Mouth is dead because uh, Diamondback becomes the um the villain and they do the tried and tired. You were the brother, but you didn't get the brother who didn't get enough love, and so now you're here for the more love, mm-hmm. and so somehow I'm at fault for that, and now we have to fight. And I thought that that was a little bit convoluted. And then right after that, you find out the Killmonger is Black Panther's cousin or whatever, and yeah. it just starts to everyone's hated everybody, and everybody got beef. I, I think Killmonger
1: was done a little bit better, yeah, just because of the way he's executed. I think with, ha, with, with, I'm with Diamondback, yeah,
0: yeah, he was he was
1: like a. <laughs> This like seventies, eighties caricature. Black exploitation, villain. man. Yeah.
0: That was a, I mean, the, the entire series feels like a black exploitation film, and he feels like very much a black exploitation villain character. Um, he was a little goofy. And he was just doing like, blessed are He that you know he's yeah. just doing Bible verses <laughs> oh, yeah. the whole time. He was like scripture. Reverend Devon or something. He was just doing <laughs> scripture the entire time of vengeance and wrath. Yeah. Um, real quick, how do you guys feel about? Um, how, you, how do you guys feel about Misty Knight? I like that they showed her like playing basketball with, in heels mm-hmm. with, with the with the kids, and yeah. like she really feels lived in, like a character who's lived in New York and 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 knows the streets and, and city. And she literally takes a shot to her own ego when her partner, somebody who she respects, uh, dirty cop, scarf, yeah. It yeah. turns out to be a dirty cop. That was cool.
1: Uh, I felt like choking
0: out Chico and eating French fries.
1: I like the fact that she was this character that was from the hood and made it out the hood and then like the the hood kind of didn't look like she felt the same but they they don't look at her the same and I felt like that was a really cool thing for a character to battle with because not everybody could get that you have to
0: make a choice I feel like when you live here you're either going to be in the hood (laughs) or you're going to find life outside of it and
1: when you do it's like you internally probably still have the same goodwill toward the people that you hung out with. You know what I mean? Like you have like these memories with people. But yeah. when, when you move on in life and you do other things, um, other people like they don't just stay there. You know, they're they still living their, their lives. Yeah. And the world you, keeps moving. Yeah, and when you come back they don't it's not always welcoming. And I felt like it was a hard thing for her to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. was a cool thing, real thing. For, for some for, for to be portrayed in a marvel show again it's crazy it's a marvel show
0: incredible I think she's incredible I love the actress yeah uh, great. I think she's incredibly charismatic um I dig the hair that's something they don't do often they always feel like everyone has to have the same hair yeah. <laughs> on shows I'm really digging her hair in this um I, I dig her no nonsense like she will be like no mm-hmm. that like that's stupid but what really sold her to me is the scene where she's sitting with a dirty cop. And she picked up the phone and is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, what, you're saying that the guy I'm sitting next to is dirty, too? Mm-hmm. And then the guy, like, flips out and is like, no, I'm not dirty, they're all dirty. Mm-hmm. And they were going to whatever, whatever, and she shows she wasn't even on the phone. On the phone, nobody else. She was Just even like on And I was yeah. like, yeah, girl, get it. I like that. Uh, really, really good stuff. Um, and she constantly will see in other seasons... Um, has this issue with Luke because she feels that things should be done by the book. She mm-hmm. believes in say, like, mm-hmm. like I said before, she believes in this. But Luke doesn't want to be a hero, and so if he ever gets to the fight, he's going to do things how he wanted because he didn't even want to be there. So yeah. once he gets there, he's going to handle it. I don't want to hear no no uh, opinions on this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it got to me, which means no one else got to solve it. So now I'm going to solve it the way I want to. Um, how do you guys feel about that last fight with in Harlem, uh, the kind of brother's keeper boxing match where everyone's, where everyone's filming uh, and just sort of around them going like yeah it was
1: executed like okay so with the people recording it real you know, yeah if that was like real if something was happening on the block kick his ass Luke yeah. yeah yeah it was cool I like, I, I like that because it kind of reminded me of Friday yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean did it fall short because I don't think about it you yeah know I mean? don't really think about it but I,
0: I think it fell short because I think Diamondback fell short yeah. You know, if this was a fight with, with Stokes, with Cornell, mm-hmm. we talk, we're having a whole different conversation. But,
1: but Cornell couldn't even hold his own against him. You know what he what couldn't. I mean? yeah. But if they got to a point
0: where he had I love to. their verbal sparring
1: because yeah. it was two different worlds. You know uh,
0: That scene of them playing Long Live the Chief and him just standing over the part of song. Paradise. Yeah. I thought, this is the greatest villain of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, but then they, then they cut him off at the knees. So, um, oh, I think well, that's why I don't hold him right next to Kilgrave. 'Cause yeah. the way they
1: executed him. But those two are probably the best villains of
0: Oh look, Wilson Fisk what am I even yes, talking about? Yes, those are those three. Those are were probably the best my big villains. my big three. There was one thing else I wanted to bring up. The Method Man thing probably. Oh yes, that's exactly what it is. Method Man and Sway. Yeah. Um, really really cool to see them. Real. Really, really cool to see a live action person shake hands yeah. with a superhero. Yeah. Like, I know they've probably played around with that, with Iron Man and stuff like that, but it would have been really cool. Like, Elon Musk is in Iron Man, too. Like, yeah. if they would have made a bigger point to be like, hey, what's going on? You know? Uh, but
1: they did a good job because it's like, oh, they are just, you know, it's like a Tuesday for Tony Stark. And yeah. this was really, that, that was a great co-sign. It um, was a
0: corner store. It looked like a corner store. Yeah. Selling merch on top of the counter. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like selling sweaters on top of the counter. Like, really, really, uh, it really, really felt lived in. I, I, I said, and I completely... The soundtrack, that old 60s, kind of like 60s, 70s soul stuff. I'm in the bag for all that. So it really, really made me feel uh, great. Going from making me feel great to something that doesn't make me feel that great. It's probably the quickest review. Iron Fist Season (laughs) (laughs) 1. Debuting in March 17, 2017 with a Rotten Tomato score of 20% and created by Scott Buck. Danny, billionaire Danny Rand returns to New York City after being missing for years, trying to reconnect with his past and his family legacy. He fights against the criminal element, corrupting New York City with his Kung Fu mastery and the ability to summon the awesome power of the fiery iron fist. The villains in this are the hand, Bakudo Gao and the Meachums. Um the Meachums, And God. yes, and uh, talking points. So it starts off with Harold Meacham faking his own death and uh, uh, Danny coming back.
1: All right. What the fuck was that? I don't okay. know. Garbage. <laughs> what the fuck? Garbage. Garbage. Wait, it's before garbages. before we before we completely do this, I, I, I just gotta say the good stuff. Okay. Sure. There's there's a handful, so I'm just gonna say it out right. there. Go I love the fact that he listens to old music because he the plane crash and he only knows old music. Like yes. his music right? mm-hmm. I like that shit. Yeah. He's a weird hippie. Okay. The martial arts, for how bad however bad they were, whatever. He he had a very defensive fighting style just to mm-hmm. get past security to go see his childhood, whatever she was. Yeah. Right? Uh Casting was okay. I was not expecting that. Maybe because I, I expected Stone yeah. th- to be the Iron Man. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I liked the tattoo on the chest. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked um, that it was a little weird that he didn't have like the hair. I mean, the, the mask, but okay. Yeah. like They didn't give it to us. Okay. Whatever. Um, I liked the fact that he uh, wore the shoes that he was supposed to wear yeah. over mm-hmm. time. I liked the fact that he was a peaceful character. I like the fact that they showed how annoying he was, uh, mm-hmm. when he was young. And that's really about it. You know what I mean? Uh the rest of the show is too fucking convoluted. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't really have very really much great things to say about this. I like I like Colin Wing. Oh yeah, yeah Wing? She's I like that actress. You're Colleen yes. What is she like a, like a like a street fighter? Like a Yes, uh, yeah, and then you know? she also trains in a dojo, but then he shows up and he's yeah, like yeah. This is not how you do kung fu, and I'm like, shut up, yeah. man. <laughs> Someone was alone. crying. Like, oh, like, culture yeah, I, appropriating. I you was know?
2: defending season one, but it's like the thing is, just, they do this weird. The season, the season one makes it hard to defend it, and so does everybody else. So it's like
0: they do this thing where he gets like uh, tension headaches, mm-hmm. and then the screen shakes, and it's yeah. like, oh no, oh no, but it never leads to anything. Yeah. It doesn't lead to an explosion of power or <laughs> that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> it just does that. Yeah majority of this ser- this show is about him doing the iron fist and it's like the hulk yeah. where the main character doesn't want to do the one thing that you're here to see him do yes and then it's like oh no i do want to do the iron fist now okay do it well i'm drugged.
3: yeah yeah
0: well i don't have cheese cheese
2: it runs out well you know
0: <laughs> and it's like it's like the iron fist is uh like um like a secret girlfriend or something like that. Like, oh no, 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 she's real. You're uh, talking about let me see her. No, nah, I mean she's sleeping right now. You know what <laughs> like, come on, you guys could do better than that. Um,
1: yeah, that was it was weird. And and it the hardest thing about that. Okay, one worst time like you can't. You have to either establish why he meditates, or you can't just fucking run to meditate after yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I got it. I
0: gotta and show that it works. Huh? We're not seeing that it works. Mm-hmm. We just see it, and then he goes, yeah. and it, it's like.
1: And his, his his supporting cast was fucking convoluted.
0: I think the Meachams are terrible villains, especially Harold Meacham, the father. Um oh, fuck him. and yeah. he was he was literally middle, he, middle management. Yeah, he was because like Gal, he's, Gal, he's working Gal, underneath right? Gal, yeah, and mm-hmm. Gal's working underneath Alexandria, as we find out in Defenders. And people so this not is like a he's fourth too, yeah. tier villain who's hanging out in his old apartment. Chilling in his old apartment, kids
1: never thought about selling it. Oh, oh no, no, it was a secret apartment. It was, out it was too much, it was too much. It was
0: too much, and it
1: was too hard to keep up. His son, I get it, his son was a dick, good casting, good actor. Uh, yeah. um, he
0: gets way better, yeah.
1: And he was He's ugly. Like, I, got, I gotta give him that. He was, like, it, yeah, he was like a rich, ugly dude, but I think it's actor. the
0: bangs, the hair, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 the hair is a little and, bit of a
1: but yeah. he, uh. And he was like a fuck up and he's always trying to live up to his father's expectation. like he's just like a super fuck up. Right, and
0: that's, a, that's the entire thing of, of Ward in this is that he realizes that his father's alive and tries to keep that secret from his sister who he loves very much mm-hmm. and literally just from everyone and that how that weighs on your conscience. Yeah. Meanwhile, his father's constantly like talking crap about him. <laughs> so he's yeah. like, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm keeping this secret for you but you're constantly Re- shitting yeah, on constantly, me yeah. and things are only getting you make, worse. You're kind of making it hard right yeah. now. Yes, definitely. Um... Yeah, anyway, Danny's the Iron Fist. He's abandoned Kung Lung. No one remembers him. Uh, They do a bunch of stuff with some fingerprints. They try to drug him and put him in an assailant asylum. He escapes. Uh, You find out the Hand is dealing synthetic heroin. And uh, Danny and Colleen get pretty cool. You find out that Colleen's uh, sensei sensei is um, part of the Hand. And it actually let her into the Hand. So we find out that she's been betrayed by Bakudo, her sensei. um, And then Ward shoots Harold off of a roof. And they, they... Allude to a dragon by showing two red, two red lights.
2: <laughs> I was kind of upset. That's that kind of upset me. That's
0: what made me I know was, yeah. that they gave no damn about any of this happening. Um, and that's about it. I don't think that we. I, I think to it wasn't else. in
1: the budget, right? I think that's what it was. The, the whole then story take was
0: something. They stop doing the light up hand. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Put some. Put something else there. Put a put a, a, a light bulb in his hand and like that. Um, but this is all. This is the last thing we needed. This was all to set up for the defenders. <laughs> Uh, which comes out on August 18, 2017, where Ron made a score of 78. Uh, the Marvel's Defenders follows Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, a quartet of singular heroes with one common goal to save New York City. This is a story of four solitary figures burdened with their own personal challenges who realize that they might be stronger when teamed together. The villains are the Five Fingers of the Hand, Murakami, Sawande, Gao, Bakudo, Alexandria, and... Dun-dun-dun! Electra. Um, This is the first Marvel TV crossover event. It's supposed to be our version of the Avengers. Um, And we see how everybody comes together because Danny's trying to fight the Hand all over the world. And he gets told that the Hand's in New York. Foggy uh, gets Luke out of prison, which puts Luke right there when everything's going down in um, Harlem. Daredevil and Jessica Jones try to investigate an explosion in Hell's Kitchen. And that's how they get on each other's radar. And we get the introduction of Sigourney Weaver's Alexandria. uh, A a seemingly powerful uh, member of the Hand whose immortality is wearing out. And so she resurrects Electra because uh, she is the Black Sky, and it's basically Alexandria with Electra in the hand versus the four members of the Defenders. And I'd be shocked if any of you guys remember anything past the boardroom fight <laughs> and the last fight and uh, the fact that the
1: building fell. <laughs> the building fell. Building fell. But I was
0: gonna say more so that Electra manages to kill both Stick and Alexandria. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. But my I favorite part stick. is Dick telling uh, Iron Fist that he's a thundering dumbass. Thundering
1: I dumbass. like the, the trailer. <laughs> the tra- this is, I wanted to see this thing out of anything Marvel was dropping in 2017. This was the thing I wanted to watch most. I was excited for it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see... Uh, I love the trailer, and he's like this—the ba- the sassy, the badass detective.
0: Yeah. and he's like the blind ninja, whatever.
1: Like you know, like he was like saying the thing. Yeah, I love the the character moments where they're sitting in the restaurant and they're talking, and and he Great. smells. He's like, oh, that's shrimp, because yeah. the sh- and, and and this guy Iron Fist is like is that pork. He goes, no, that's pork. Yes. Smell it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I love the little the little moments where he's wearing the scarf. She goes, "That scarf, you look like an asshole." He goes, "Jessica Jones, don't say anything. I'm your lawyer." Yeah. Fucking awesome. I'll I'll mark out so hard if he does that in any Peter Parker. Yes. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. That'd be crazy. Setting. Um, yes. that was cool. I love that Jessica was peacing out because she's not part of no team, right? She was. She's out of here. She, she basically
0: is. did the least. Mm-hmm. My favorite part that Jessica is whenever she has to put on the uh, the he phone won't. voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, I'm just looking for, yeah. She's always know? taking a
1: shit or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's great. And then I think in that one, she actually goes to the architect mm-hmm. and is like, that's so cool. Can you like show me like, your other one? <laughs> and, whatever, and it works. Um, I liked Alexandria's death. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see Scorpion Weaver out there doing Kung Fu. So I like right. when- uh,
2: Her I, being in that actually took me by surprise.
0: Uh, Sigourney Weaver? Mm-hmm. I like that she's like I am the I am the only one fit to lead the, and then Electra's like Yeah, by the way, <laughs> I'm anymore. doing this. So that, I'm leading the what, hand. What
1: was the thing with that? There, there were like ancient people that wanted to go back to Kunlun. That was the whole story. They have
0: always been at war with Kunlun because Kunlun houses the Iron Fist, which is the weapon of the people that they're trying to fight.
1: Uh, let me let me reiterate it. He is the sworn enemy of the hand. Yes, yes. Enemy. he didn't tell you in every episode, I'm yes. telling you
0: now. He's Danny Hand, <laughs> Sworn Enemy of the Rand or something like that. I keep forgetting how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: sworn <laughs> enemy of the hand. My last name is Rand. Rand and the yeah, hand
0: yeah. um but yeah they have been at war with Stick and his people for years and Stick and his people managed to get a weapon that could defend, and it's the Iron Fist. That's why the Iron Fist should never leave Kung Lung. It does, and that's how seemingly all this stuff goes down the way it does because Iron Fist also ends with people, Kung Lung's disappeared, yeah. the window is closed, and there's like a bunch of dead people on the ground. Um, yeah, it ends, the majority of this, I feel like, rests on the crux of Matt's relationship with Elektra, seeing her back from the dead, trying not to kill her again, trying to convince her that she is Elektra, get her to remember what's actually going on, because uh, Elektra has no memory of her previous life, mm-hmm. um, and ultimately, he sacrifices himself with her, like they yeah. both pass away, um, seemingly, in this uh, Midland uh, building explosion thing, and that is the end of Defenders, and we get a post-credit scene in that, of... Well, you, you get a little bit of Danny's burden, right? Because uh, Matt tells him something before. Mm-hmm. Everything goes down. You find mm-hmm. out that Matt was like, protect the city. And then that you gave see- good,
1: like That gave good motivation to Danny to play with. Like yeah, that. and I
0: actually like season two, so, uh, you know. Um, I also like that they
1: hinted at him and Luke Cage being opposites. And because we know Heroes for Hire exists. Yes, yes. So they play
0: a, a, a lot around with that. At one point, he literally says, Power Man and Iron Fist. But Power Man and Iron Fist, like, we should be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um... Misty loses an, a hand in this. Just like in the comics. And we start to wonder if she's gonna get that middle arm from in the comics. And uh not yet, but it comes.
1: And she's teaming up with uh with uh what was her name from from Colleen, mine? Colleen Wing Colleen Wing. Yeah, those are the j- daughters, daughters of, of the dragon, dragon.
0: Yeah, daughters of the That's dragon. Cool. Um, yeah, we different? find out the whole immortality thing was for Dragon, dragon bones. bones. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That was buried deep under the city.
0: Um, that they could only access if they had the Iron Fist. Good thing he'll never come and open this door. <laughs> and he comes and opens the door by accident.
1: And He was yeah. annoying in this season a little bit
0: because... He tries to fight everybody. Yeah. He literally tries to fight the defenders. And Matt's like, I don't need this right now, but I will whoop. Your ass right now if I have to. I Sorry.
1: wish that they did a better job of, like, his whole identity is he's the Iron Fist, right? But he doesn't really know what to do. I wish he did a little bit of a better job executing it. Yeah. And, and uh, th- there's a lot they could have done, you know? It's not really the actor's fault. Much people try to give him shit for it. It's the writing. And Iron Fist is a difficult character to write for because he he has a lot of Doctor Strange's powers. You know what I mean? Like, he could Astroform and he could do, and it's, it's a lot of, like, in a grounded universe... Matt Murdock does this. He's capable of this. He can, he can die. Jessica Jones does this. She doesn't care. She could die. Luke Cage can't technically die, but you have to try really hard. Yeah. But he's this grounded, gritty, plays in the world, the, the ghetto. You know, he has that you that that um he has that uh, part of the world that he influences. Iron Fist fucking fights dragons, and it's like hard to ground that. Yeah, it's the first
0: mm-hmm. one when actually like while, while Luke Cage has unbreakable skin. This is the first one with an actual visible superpower. Like you can actually see it. Jessica has super strength, but she barely uses it. Yeah. Um this the entire plot point of Defenders and Iron Fist is this fist. It's hard cuz they, they got the deal. martial
1: arts stuff, they got the the, the 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 OP fucking, you know, powers that he has. Um and then there's like we have to establish him in New York. Uh, yeah. And we also have to have like uh, him being relatable, understanding his struggle, and we also have to also remember the fact that he hasn't been Iron Fist that long, and like it's just
0: that's why I like stick like calling him out on it. He's like, mm-hmm. I get what they told you, but I've been around for like five hundred <laughs> years, so yeah. this is what it really is.
1: I, I like it was it was hard, and he fell short a little bit, but they, they ended it okay with him trying to live up to Danny's thing. It, it it makes sense for over time his motivations erode.
0: Yeah, I think it set each one of the heroes off in a different direction because of what they experienced here. Yes. Um, And uh, absent from the Defenders is Punisher, who gets his own season on November 17, 2017 with a Rotten Tomato score of 67 uh, created by Steve Lightfoot. After disposing of the last of the gang members that killed his family, Frank Castle, known as the Punisher, lives in under an assumed identity and works as part of a demolition crew. However, a mysterious man who calls himself Micro lures him out of hiding with a video of Castle and his unit torturing an a- Afghan investigator in Kandahar. Oh
1: my god, I remember
0: this Yep, stuff. Castle and Micro form a shaky alliance to take down Agent Orange, uh, Castle's superior officer in Afghanistan, and the mastermind behind the shady Operation Cerebus. Initially unknown to Castle, Micro sent the same video to Dina Madani.
1: Madani, uh, I love
0: Madani. The video spurs Madani <laughs> to pursue Castle on her he own, <laughs> with Madani. the reluctant with the reluctant aid of her new partner Sam Stein. And then uh, her pursuits leads her to Billy Russo, Castle's war buddy and former friend. So this the villains of this are Agent Orange and Billy Russo. I think this one can go, we can go through pretty quickly as well because, uh, Claudus Maximus has yet to see it. I
2: have not, but um I also have a question. What's up? Um And this is something I haven't asked before um was it was it just as, like maybe gritty and gory as I was probably thinking it was going to be
0: yeah it's not it's not really a like a a bullet like a gun bullet like okay. massacre kind of thing right. I, but there're definitely moments of of like there's a moment where the villain gets frank and he like, basically tortures him, like, beats the hell out of him. Uh, and Frank is, like, going in and out of consciousness. And, like, he's, like, he sees the guy, and he gets knocked out, and then it's, like, him and his wife dancing. You <laughs> 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 so It's, like, these real, like, somber, sad kind of moments and stuff. Um, and so, you, the beginning starts with Frank kind of hanging it up, hanging it up after, uh, because he kills everybody he needs to kill in Daredevil Season 2 mm-hmm. and in the first episode of Punisher. He kills everybody he thinks he needs to kill. Okay. So he's already ready to, to put, hang it up. And um, when he, one of his coworkers, they 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 decide to rob a, a mobster poker game. Mm-hmm. And then um, something gets him caught in it and then he decides to defend himself. When he goes to defend himself, he gets caught on camera and somebody's like, hey, I know you. Because at the end of... Um, Daredevil season two, Punisher is presumed dead. Frank Castle is presumed dead. Right, right. So everyone thinks that he's dead. But this guy hits him up He's like, listen, I've been watching you. Trust me, the same people that's after you are after me. We should work together. My name is Micro. That's
2: Micro, right?
0: You find out that Micro um, works in uh, intelligence. He used to work in intelligence. He found out about the shady stuff that they were having Frank do. And when he tried to tell somebody about it, they tried to kill him. Because they try to kill him, he now lives in an underground bunker full of cameras and, and oh, computers and stuff. And no one has seen him in a year, including his wife and kids.
2: So um do you do you also get the the van?
0: You do eventually. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um Frank goes to visit his wife and kids for him. Mm-hmm. Well, first he goes to go visit his wife and kids because he's trying to find out who Micro is. But eventually when they get cool. Mm-hmm. he starts to visit more and more to be like because it would be something like hey you know make sure my son does his homework or whatever <laughs> so he'd come by <laughs> be like hey how's it going guys he had a fake name and everything and uh, he would chill around but one time uh, his wife got drunk and kissed him oh kissed Frank oh yeah, and that leads, to, that leads to Frank and Michael getting drunk and having kind of like a moment like <laughs> chilling and just being Scandalous. drunk and stuff really really funny um, basically what you find out is that There was a shady CIA member who was having them do shady things Uh, and uh, they were using uh, all kinds of weird military stuff to like ship heroin and kill people, kill like high value targets, all this kind of stuff. And then they try to cover it up by killing Frank. And so um, the entire time it's. Frank trying to find this Agent Orange person, this this CIA, the head of the CIA, because he's changed his name. He's now way high-ranking in the government and stuff like that. And, but Frank Castle's on his tail. And so um, we find out that the person that... um Agent Orange, this Agent Orange guy um actually hired Billy Russo, who was the best friends with Frank, who was in the operation service with him, to help put out the hit to kill everyone. So this is Russo knows Frank's wife. Like they're cool Okay. okay. Like they would everyone was boys. <laughs> <laughs> and up until this point you think that Frank is just oh sorry. You think that Billy is just he runs Anvil. This uh military contracting thing that helps vets get back on their feet. Right. But it basically is his own army. You know? And um it gets found out that Billy has something to do with it. Uh and then they get close to killing Frank. Agent Orange almost beats him to half to death and they almost kill Frank but Billy actually lets him go because Billy's the guy about to just shoot him in the head. He's like, nah, I've had enough. I'm about to kill him. And then homeboy, like Agent Orange is out, like, you do what I tell you. Like, you don't you know you're just a dog? When I point, you shoot, yada, yada, yada. So instead, Billy cuts Frank's ties mm-hmm. and Frank kills Agent Orange with his bare hands. Beats him to death, shoves his thumbs in his eye mm. sockets. With another one of those, uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> It's
1: a, it's a, it's really, if anybody here played the Punisher game, it's like yeah. right there. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it does justice to the character. If yeah. If that makes sense. And it does justice to all the other elements. Like, he doesn't kill police officers. He's just like, he'll knock them out. Yeah. Or he'll like give them flesh wounds. Him and Madani, right?
0: him and Madani play a game of chicken. Like yeah, they, you know, like the cars but are going. Madani to... was an
1: interesting character. I didn't think I was gonna like her.
0: I, I liked like... her a lot. I think. Um, so Madani is a, a FBI agent who's working on this case, and she falls in love with Billy Russo. And so th- there's a scene in which Billy, um, is almost killed by her partner. Mm-hmm. By her, it, it's almost killed by her partner, and he kills her. Her partner mm-hmm. guts him. Wow. He has like a blade in his, like an yes. Assassin's Creed kind of knife. And yeah. He, he cuts the shit out of him. <sighs> right? And then they they cut. They, you know, Madani sees the body mm-hmm. go, going crazy, and then they cut later on, and Madani's in the shower, covered in blood, sitting in the tub, mm-hmm. and he's washing her. Wow. And Billy Russo's washing her. Yeah. And you're just like, man, wow. <laughs> man, this is just—he's a great actor, me. that guy. Oh, really, really good. Um. So. Yeah, Agent Orange is get dies. Russo lives to try to escape and have a new life, but knowing Frank won't stop hunting him. Uh, Billy meets him at the carousel where the family was killed and they duke it out Madani shows up Russo shoots her in the head <laughs> she stays alive even though she got shot in the head and um, they the two get into a knife fight Frank and, and Billy Frank wins and then to make it a point to be like I don't ever want you to forget this ass- I'm not going to kill you but I right. never want you to forget this ass whooping <laughs> he takes his head he smashes him into a mirror that's on the carousel, yeah. and then grinds ah. his face. Across- and you can hear him screaming. Mm-hmm. You can see the blood. <laughs> it's one of the most guttural. I never had such a guttural reaction yeah. to to something before. I was really like, "Oh my god! Like this is this is crazy." Um, the the thing with that is also because they really took a. Oh, they I, kept saying pretty boy. Yeah, they kept, they kept saying they, they uh, pretty on. boy. Billy pretty boy. Yeah. Oh, that pretty boy? Yeah. You
1: pretty boy? And, it, you know, I'm like, I'm not attracted to men, but I know people that are and I know women that, yeah. you know, that that found him to be very handsome. Yeah. And so, I mean, I couldn't perceive it. But if I looked like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Half of my identity is my looks. And now it's and, gone. Uh, and now it's gone.
0: Um, Frank find out he didn't do anything. And so he gets a new lease on life because he gets, um, they, get, they let him go. They're like, everyone thinks you're dead. It doesn't really matter. Go live your life. The government lets him live his life. And he tries to see what he can, how he can live his life the best without um, getting into all this trouble again. There's a very short story of his boy, Curtis, has like a PTSD therapy thing, right. like a place where, where soldiers talk. And one of the soldiers is ramped up by somebody in the group. But the other person in the group is not even a veteran. He's just a gun guy. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't know, man. People keep just taking, you know, I'm, how are they treating us soldiers? And I can't stand that. And, when, and you find out he's not a gun guy. And the soldier flips out and kills him. And then um, bombs a bunch of places in New York. Yeah. And and gives out letters of like, the government forgot about us, so fuck them kind of <laughs> stuff. And then uh, basically Punisher gets him to get into like a refrigerator or something like that yeah. and kill himself. Yeah, It's like, you're already come, come this far? Might as well. And he makes him, like, blow himself up. And that, that was baby- season one? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because that was Curtis in the... I'm not a humongous fan of season two because I think they make him a babysitter in season two. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. First, we got to get a Jessica Jones season two. We'll get past that quick. March 8, 2018. Rotten Tomatoes scored at 82. New York City private investigator Jessica Jones is beginning to put her life back together after murdering her tormentor, Kilgrave. Now known to the city as a superpower killer, a new case makes her reluctant- reluctantly confront who she really is while digging deeper into her past. Uh, The villain is Jessica's mom, Alyssa Jones. We find out uh, a lot in this season about Jessica's origin with IGH. Um, We find out that Jessica, after the car crash that she presumed killed her parents, um, that her mother uh, actually got to live. And then there was this doctor, Dr. Carl, who gave her a brand new face and um, a brand new life, and they fell in love. And since then, alyssa has been trying to protect Jessica in the shadows. Meanwhile, Trish is trying to find out more answers about the superpower stuff, probably because she wants them. Uh, she has an
1: identity crisis and it yeah. slowly begins.
0: Oh yeah, we did not mention last time in the in the first season she took Nuke's pills and Fort yeah. Nuke. In this season she takes Nuke's inhaler. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Um uh she blows off a wedding, she blows a job interview, she um Make forces a doctor to give her powers under restraint and almost dies because of She's it. Doing junky shit, man. Um, she gets into a weird kind of crazy uh, hookup with Malcolm, the the uh, the former druggie. I don't want to call him a druggie; he's not a druggie anymore. Um, yeah, a lot of IGA stuff, but m- mostly mostly this series to me becomes about family and what you do when they cross the line. When and does that line move because they're family? And so this is repeatedly about Jessica finding back the family that she thought she lost and whether or not she's going to give that away for justice. Because her mother killed a whole bunch of people. And so Trish uh, tries to be the self-righteous hero of all this, realizing that Alyssa is a murderer. Mm-hmm. And the series ends with her shooting Alyssa. And would, would she...
1: see this? Is making, making them gets, enemies. Gets, so this was a, definitely a big... It was the weakest of the three Jessica Jones seasons. It, yes. was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of setup. For, and all of it pays off in season three. All of it. Yep. you know but my thing with this season was you get a lot of good backstory of of, of Jessica's developing years and this yes. is not superhero mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. this is she's a teen preteen early 20s you know like yeah, you, find you find out where she got her jacket you find out what she
0: did alias you yes. did what, we find out a bunch you of that find, stuff
1: and that was some good yeah, shit yeah i thought that was pretty cool but you also learn about Trish and the role that she played in Trish's life and Trish had a lot of issues with i mean first did anybody know that Trish Trish is one of these celebrities that, like, after her childhood years were over, her Patsy days were over. She becomes this like one hit wonder with yeah. uh, what was the song? Cray, yeah. cray, 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 bro. Yeah. Yeah. I want you, cray, cray. <laughs> yeah. I want Stop. To... It is. Stop. You know what it's I mean. It's gonna be stuck in your head? Yeah. It makes
0: me cringe. Yeah, it's so cringy. Yeah, yeah. But in two thousand seven, it probably would have flew by. They would have that by. or or call girl, me maybe would have. anything, yeah. anything, anything would
1: have worked. Oh, uh, the you know so. That was cool, you know, and it showed how Jessica was the odd one out. Even the way she dressed was odd. Mm-hmm. And I know that appeals to people that feel like that. Like, I, I've, I have, I'm blessed enough to have, like, a large group of people that I used to associate with or, you know, whenever I get the chance to. So you see there and socially, they're perceived to be on different levels, you know. And you could see who has more confidence, who doesn't, who feels awkward around certain type of people. And Jessica Jones embodied that, and they did a really good realistic interpretation of it. You know, she's like these are your friends, and then her friends are like these shitty people, and then mm-hmm, yeah, and um, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the boyfriend just I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, but Jessica's boyfriend, when uh, in, in during the flashback sequences, didn't doesn't he kind of like manipulate her a little bit? with like stealing through with, with from ATMs and shit.
0: That was the whole thing. Her mother found out that he was a scumbag, mm-hmm. and that's why she killed him. <laughs> she like literally goes like out the door to do something, and when she comes back, the boyfriend's gone. Mm-hmm. and she perceives that she got broken up oh, At the up bar, with. at the bar. She perceives that she got broken up with, but the mother actually <laughs> handled that uh, quite, quite, uh, quite effectively. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about what this real season was about. Hookers and Blow. My girl, Jerry Hogarth, getting diagnosed Jesus with ALS. Christ. Oh, God. Getting on uh, Hookers and Blow. <laughs>
1: ALS isn't cool unless it's the ice bucket challenge.
0: Listen, he, so she finds out she has this debilitating disease that she will die from. Yeah. And she decides she's going to do all the hookers and blow that she can. And then she finds um, – in um, just at one point, Jessica leaves a former nurse from IGH at her house. Yeah. They do a lot of this of, like, can you just watch this person for me? Um, and so that lady says, I know a guy who's in jail now but has the powers to heal diseases. Mm-hmm. Get him out of jail using your lawyer tactics, and together we will help you heal yourself. And they do, like, magical, hand-wavy stuff, and Jerry feels like she's healed. And then she comes home, and they robbed her mm-hmm. blind.
1: Did you have any doubt in your mind that this guy had the healing powers?
0: I did, but then they were showing faces on Hogarth, like, if she felt it. Like, she felt right, being right, right, healed. The placebo effect, yeah. But that's, what that, that's legitimately what that was. It was the placebo effect. You said the the girl doesn't deserve anything. Uh, the woman doesn't deserve anything, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess she didn't deserve a happy ending. But she does get a little bit back because an, another big thing was her partners were trying to force her out because she was going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so she gets blackmailed, blackmailed on both her the, partners, on all of them. Yeah, and then she sends the woman to kill the woman that tricked her to kill the man that tricked her. Uh, and that's Colthart in a nutshell. She gets she, people to clean up.
1: That was such a crazy ass scene, like.
0: She, she convinced the girl to shoot right. to her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah,
1: that shows you like she's not a good person. There's no doubt. No. There's no doubt anymore.
0: No, and talk about moving over to the gray to gray area of things. Let's get to Luke K. season two, June 22nd, 2018. Rotten Tomato score of 85. After the events of Luke Cage Season 1 and Defenders, Luke Cage has become a local celebrity in Harlem. This attention catches the ire of John McIver's Bushmaster, <laughs> who confronts Harlem's hero with the power to actually damage Cage. When Bushmaster aims to rekindle an old family rivalry, will Luke be the hero Harlem needs, even if that means defending a villain? We'll, we see also see the true side of Mariah Dillard through her introduction of her daughter and the continuation of her relationship with Shades. And the villains in this are Bushmaster and Mariah, but I think the biggest plot point for this season was vengeance versus justice. The McIvers the want blood from the Stokes for screwing Stokes. them over on that rum deal years Mariah ago.
1: Stokes, <laughs> I remember that.
0: We want to talk Yardo Yardi. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was great. <laughs> him say him faster than Hussein Bolts. <laughs> All that stuff was hilarious. But yeah, we find this. I feel like we we dealt with that vengeance versus justice, right? Luke Cage in the beginning tries for justice. MacGyver's only for vengeance. Mm-hmm. And this vengeance poisons him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that stuff that he's taking, Nightshade, yeah. or this medicinal thing that gives him the, the strength of Luke Cage, basically, yeah. and the durability, is literally killing him. But he has, since a child, is out for this blood, out for this Stokes blood. And uh, it's 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 crazy. He's a man possessed. And we see him. He has no problems stabbing up a bunch of folks, killing a bunch of folks. With his introduction of him going like, "Uh, you want to bring me to the rock? I am the rock." <laughs> and then yeah. he rips off his shirt, and those bullets fall down. Like, it's a lot of stuff there, and all the Hera stuff that he was doing with Luke Cage, whipping his ass he on a bridge. On the
1: that, yeah, that that reminds you. It it goes to show you him and Thor. They're not. They don't really have a lot of fighting techniques. Cause they're they just never had to. Cause they're you strong. You just
0: do. You just move them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and it, and it happens. Um, uh, let's talk about Luke Cage. Um, getting. So mad, he punches a wall, causes Claire to leave. Um, Claire, I guess, scared for her uh, well-being. She boogies out of there. Missy Knight recovers from her um her arm situation, and she actually gets a new arm, courtesy of the Rand uh, Corporation. And we get to see her become a fully fledged, I guess, uh, agent again. You know, having that one arm, she she you can see the 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 sadness in her eyes. You can see that she feels like less than an agent. Um yes. And she ultimately gets, in, comes into her own, uh, even as a one-armed, uh, even as the one-arm of the law. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if
1: people that, like, I guess, because these shows are made to appeal to everyone, I wonder if somebody that's like, has a, like a prosthetic body part. You know, yeah. And they watch this. Like, I wonder if they felt like empowered because, you know, that, that saying like, uh, handicapable, you know. So I wonder if, they felt like this was a good representation of that. That's just something I thought about.
0: Yeah, no. And it, it goes to show because people are different in all kinds of ways. And something as little as that that we may just see as a plot point may actually change somebody's life yeah. or somebody's perception on how things should actually go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think that's amazing. That um, McIver's and, and Stokes' blood feud, man. Uh, Mariah was stubborn as hell. Stubborn and cocky. Her and Shades are on top of the world. Shades is like, yo, you need to calm down with all this craziness. Like I she's cannot
1: believe they were kissing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry, I just had to put that out there. No, no, and
0: then we find out later on that Shades and Comanche were kind of kissing. Right, right, right. Shades and Comanche were together in jail. You know, so,
3: you
1: know, oh jail. My they God, were
0: in I love. Yeah. They were in love. They were together in jail. Oh, <laughs> Comanche comes real. out. Yeah, Comanche comes out. I like um... the
2: way that was that was done.
0: Yeah, and Mariah even t- was talking some stuff, and Shades put hands on Mariah. He tried to choke out.
1: Very um reminiscent of season one. Yes, when uh when he brought up uh oh you probably liked it and shit. Yeah yeah exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, my favorite thing in this is probably when. Um, Stokes goes crazy, sets the entire McIver restaurant on fire with Nancy standing there, and Nancy's talking shit while he's getting alcohol poured on him. That shit was the craziest I hope you shell. eat. And you and What is <laughs> it? I hope you sleep. And you and your don't, don't rest. rest. I hope you drink, but you're still thirsty. <laughs> I said like that. He was like, your soul will never rest after this. And he gets put on fire, and I was like, that's burned alive I like the fact also that there was and they watched him burn alive more,
2: way more Shades in this too yeah Shades, shades is my boy
0: but even he could, he was unraveling I, my favorite another favorite part about this is that Shades has a conversation with Mariah right at, right when she gets put in jail because um, there's this whole like thing of like will Luke Cage save Mariah from Bushmaster when Mariah is kind of as bad as Bushmaster so would yes. he just let them cancel each and, other out and,
1: and, and- isn't her? Isn't she the reason he's a villain? You know, his whole motivation yes. is because of her family,
0: right? So to to Luke, he should just let it be, but he's being told that no, a hero doesn't, um, like there's no gray lines there. Mm-hmm. You know, you either win or or you don't. And so, I really really dug that Mariah was poisoned by Tilda Johnson. Her her daughter shows up. Mariah's daughter, Tilda Johnson. She wants nothing to do with her mama. And then you find out that, I guess, she always had it. She, she finds out that the family's always kind of been fucked. And that um, yeah. they've always just been miserable and, you know, blind leading the blind. And so to end the cycle of the Stokes or the Dillards, she uh, puts on poisonous lipstick and kisses her mother. Her mother dies. Um, but yeah. what I did like, like I said, Shade's talking to Mariah and telling her, like, oh, you about this gangster life now? Have fun looking over your shoulder constantly. Have fun always wondering who's coming up behind you to t- to take your next uh you know your next step or anything like that. So I really 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 dug that. Uh, there. What'd you like about Luke Cage season two?
1: Luke Cage season two. Um, I liked Bushmaster. Yeah. Uh, he was super quotable. I liked the fact that he uh his fighting style was different. Yes. I did not mm-hmm. expect that with the kicks and stuff. Oh my god!
0: Can I just I just want to gush for a second. When, they, when he shows up and right after he shows up for the rest of the season, they play reggae, like yeah. actual New York reggae. 90s reggae in love, in love. That's how I found out it says out in the streets, they call it Mirtha. Mm-hmm. It's not murder. I thought it was murder, yeah, murder yeah. for years, but it's Mirtha. And Mirtha is supposedly getting high and listening to music. I, I but because did, we never hear it that. in the lyrics, mm-hmm. in the lyric, the thing came out from the bottom. I was like, "I've been lied to my entire life." People <laughs> been telling me it's murder. It's not murder. It's not murder. It's Mirtha. It's a word used for the the vibe you get when you're song. smoking Jeez. and mm-hmm. chilling. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yes,
1: that that was really different. I liked the okay. The death on this show was crazy. Yeah, the death. Yeah. Yeah, I did not the expect Black Maria to die. I did yes. not expect. Wasn't Luke Cage protecting Bushmaster at one point too? That's thing. Protect- he had to protect. He had to protect him from getting killed, and he had to protect Black yeah. Mariah from getting. Because
0: eventually he ended. Up, he ends up getting like so, um. Tied up in all everything. No, but like the light shade is taking away so much of his strength, essence, and, and strength and all that stuff like that. So he ends up having to get looked up after. But the biggest thing from this is the ending because we find out that in her will, Mariah... Dillard has left Luke Cage Harlem's paradise. Mm-hmm. And so as a new owner of Harlem's paradise, Luke Cage hopes to be the, um, the dam, you know, in between the warring families of Harlem, New York, you know, all the different mobsters. He's hoping to, well, I'm here now. They couldn't do it. You know, Stokes couldn't do it. I mean, Cornell couldn't do it and Mariah couldn't do it. I'm going to do it now. And I'm going to put everybody else in line. And that's exactly what Mariah wanted because Mariah knew that he would be seduced by the power and eventually corrupted. Which made me think that they were leaning towards Shadowlands. That Luke Cage was going to be the person that the Avengers had to stop. That would have been cool. Uh, eventually. Because he would keep thinking that, oh no, I'm just doing a little bit of dirt. You know what I'm I'm just doing enough dirt to make sure that nothing, you guys don't have to worry about anything like that. And it's, it would corrupt him. To the point that he tells Jessica. Uh, if I were to ever turn, you know, I would, I would expect and respect you to me down. to stop me down, to put me out. Um, and I, in a scene straight out of the Godfather, um, Misty comes by to say hi, whatever, and Luke is in immaculate suit yeah. to the tees, and um, somebody tells him that Claire stopped by, and he's like, tell her to go home, basically, mm-hmm. and it just shows you a new Luke. And the door gets closed on Misty almost to show that she's now being pushed out mm-hmm. of this new Luke's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I really, really dug it. I thought, I thought, um, it had a lot, of, it it had a lot of
1: potential for where it could have gone. And here's to hopefully like Hulu, uh, them not recasting everything, not rebooting everything, keeping everything part of the main you know, story. Uh, I hope that they that that, that show gets a payoff because the guy that plays Luke Cage is fantastic casting,
0: yeah. Um, Mike Holter, man, yeah, awesome. Oh, that coffee. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that was like a
1: That was like a thing For that, I year. Yeah, was, it it was, that year I you dig it People were saying
0: it I dig it I dig it I already do um, And speaking of things I, d- I dug Iron Fist season 2 uh, Comes out September 7, 2018
1: well, Did you guys Touch on the fact that Iron Fist was really good In Luke Cage season
0: 2 Oh no we didn't Yeah you're right They Them two team up We actually see Danny Rand see, see a dragon bong He's yeah. like oh look A dragon Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought That was so funny They did uh, him so right They dapped yeah. They dapped each other, you know? They're like, hey, uh, what's d- up? D- Luke K, Iron Fist. Um, Luke Cage got when merch. Sw- yeah, when he swings yeah. by, uh, by the barbershop. I-, I thought all of that was really cool. Oh, and to the point that we- when Luke takes ownership of Harlem's Paradise, they kick him out of Pops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he can't, because it's Switzerland now. Yeah. And it just shows you how far things have come, which I really, really, really like. Um, So, Danny Rand, the immortal Iron Fist, has left the- behind the day to day oversight of Rand Enterprises throwing himself into his mission to defend New York City on behalf of Matt Murdock. But when an old friend returns with twisted intentions, it threatens the fragile peace Danny maintains within his community and within himself. In this season, Iron Fist gets entangled with new supervillain Typhoid Mary, played by Alice Eve, otherwise known as Mary Walker. The sweet girl with multiple personalities makes a surprise appearance, a surprise addition to season two, because she was primarily a daredevil villain. Oh, yeah the two villains are Davos and Typhoid Mary and majority of this is about Davos looking for purpose. Joy is using Davos to get revenge because she was kind of tight that no one told her her dad was alive and now her dad's dead.
1: Yeah. Um, Sucks when that happens.
0: But it, it really legitimately all rested on Danny versus Davos. How do you feel about Davos's plight?
1: That was cool. That that They did what they tried to do in Luke Cage season one better because they're basically like brothers but yeah. it's like I'm better for the job than you are, yeah. and I want the job more than you do.
0: You don't even want the job. You don't like, even, you want even, job. Yeah, I'm I'm even want the job. I'm better at this than
1: you are. And, and he told me that in season one. Great motivation. In
0: season motivation. one, he's like, let's go. Let's go yeah. back to Kung Lung. Are you sure? you yeah. want to go back to Kung Lung? I really like that actor. I think it was um Sacha. Man, I forget his name. But he was also very good at, oh, Sacha Dewan. Mm-hmm. He was um, very good at that. Also, that, that, bro... that boiling rage yes. stuff. Because whenever he wanted to flip out, he flipped out, and when he eventually gets the power of the Iron Fist, he's murking people. Yeah. We're literally seeing somebody murder somebody with the Iron Fist, punching heads till they explode, punching people's chest, through their heart through their chest, through it, their back.
1: It goes straight what Danny's capable of.
0: Yes. And to show you that, then you need to see that to, to show the restraint. Yeah. Um... And that's the thing you start off with this is like the first time Danny's been a protagonist, right? Like cuz yeah. now he has no powers <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's trying to fight somebody who's i i actually and obviously abusing his power. Yeah. Um and that uphill climb we're willing to see and we're willing to to go along with him on that journey and I think that's what makes him a better protagonist. Um there, I think there's better fight scenes. Ward is actually redeemed. He actually becomes more of a good guy. Um and I, you know, to literally cut it short, I actually think that this had the best ending of any other of series because it set up like eighteen different things. It starts off with um uh Colleen being attacked, and then you find out that Colleen has the iron fist uh and she she has the iron fist is white and she has a sword and then um oh. you see Ward in like Japan or some like um eastern bar mm. Mm-hmm talking shit, causing shit, talking shit and you're finding out he's doing this to get information um, and Danny Rand's behind him and without any explanation, Danny Rand pulls out two guns, both hands have the iron fist, both guns are the iron and both bullets glow and so you don't know how this has happened or whatever, but this is also set up for season 3 that we're never gonna get now.
1: It, 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 it had potential
0: but more I... than Danny on a road trip that, yeah. that would have been hilarious. That would have been so uh, good. Yeah,
1: that that would have been like a fun... like Because of the contrast of personalities. I thought that one of the cool scenes was when... Because he's so... Because he's almost naive to a fault. Yeah. What, yeah. That dinner scene. The dinner scene they're oh, making when dinner. He was trying to... there was yeah. like a
0: double date kind of... Yeah. Kinda...
1: And, and, and Ward is like trying to make him... Like, the paperwork. He's like, yeah, he's like trying to scheme some
0: shit. That was actually and the best. Yeah, that would yeah. really show some good things. And, and he's
1: like, I don't, I'm not that type of dude. And then there's Colleen who doesn't want anything to do with them. And then there's Davos like, this is a fucking trap. Yeah. And then there's, um, I forgot her name. Uh, one of the Meachams, I forgot the sister's name. Uh, Joy. Joy. Uh, she's like, let's just see what's going to happen. And, well, and it was all these different motivations that are all at the table.
0: I really dug when stuff. Joy, when they went up to talk to Joy about, because Joy was trying to get her chunk of the company mm-hmm. and sell out. And Ward is like, we can't let her. We're going to go over there. We're going to try to stop her. And when they get there, Danny doesn't try nothing. He's nice to her. He's calm to her. And then when it ends, he's like, what the hell happened, man? He's like, no, like, if this is what she wants, this is what will make her happy, then let's just give it to her. And later on... Fucks him. Well, I think actually it makes it better because Joy goes like, I feel kind of bad about Danny. But she still, but she still does, but she still does yeah. what she
1: wants to do. But, and that goes straight. That was a cool way to do... I, I felt like they made him a little too weak. I feel like they made him a little too weak this season. Oh, uh, Danny. Danny! He never got his proper payback. He didn't get his powers back. Well, I mean, he did, but we don't know how. You know what I mean? Um,
0: they transferred it to Colleen, and then they punched. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you be the Fists Iron Fist." Punched. Yeah, it's he's
1: awesome. like, "You, you be the Iron Fist." Fist. Bumped.
0: fist bump. So that Iron Fist bumped. There you yeah, go. Yeah,
1: that was like, but whatever. Hopefully, I think it would have been a three. St- like it, maybe they followed the, the the way that Jessica Jones was, where season two was a lot of setup. Season three paid off
0: yeah. big time. Uh, let's talk about what. what might be going down as the greatest season of Marvel's Netflix television. (laughs) Daredevil season three with a release date of October 19th, 2018 with a Ron Twain score of 97. Too short of season one, but right up there, man. Uh, After a near-death experience, Matt Murdock resurfaces, and, oh, I should say that Iron Fist was more driven in that season because he felt that he was protecting the entire city because that's what Matt wanted him to do. Yeah. Everyone thinks Matt's dead. That's why Luke Cage is acting crazy because he literally just saw someone die in a in a in a building explosion. That's why Jessica's wilding out. Everyone thinks that they they lost somebody. So, but he's back. He's back and he's licking his wounds and he's wondering if all his hardships are just a joke being played by God for being so loyal. While Matt is still recovering from his injuries, he receives the bad news that his arch nemesis, Wilson Fisk, has managed to strike a deal with the FBI and got himself out of jail. Angered by this twist of events, Daredevil comes out of hiding to stop Fisk once and for all. Uh, He's even willing to end the life of his own worst enemy if that's what it takes. The villains in this were Kingpin and Bullseye. Let's talk about the corruption of Agent (laughs) Nadim. Let's talk about a man, drug So down, just this regular good FBI agent, man, Mm -hmm. just trying to do good by his family, trying to get paid a little bit more, you know, decides that he's going to allow Wilson Fisk to let him know crime bosses and bust them. Eventually, there's enough uh, goodwill with Wilson to decide to let him off, let him live off away from the cell because someone tries to kill him. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a bigger room. And then he doesn't have to wear the jumpsuits anymore. By the end of it, little Wilson Fisk little. is yeah. running the FBI yeah. and has a secret room uh, with uh, video cameras and all that stuff. How do you guys feel about the uh, Wilson Fisk's takeover, a little hostile takeover in season three?
2: I like that it was well-paced, that it was very little <laughs> by little. So by the time, what, like, i say like three-fourths, so not even like three-fourths, so a little bit less than that, he's already um, knee-deep. Okay. To the FBI having his room going back and forth. Yeah, yes, everything. Yes, yes,
1: yes. So, yeah. They killed it with this show. Like, there yeah, is yeah. a reason yeah. why Daredevil is my wallet. Uh, there a pretty is a wallet. reason why I have the season three poster on my wall. I love that they stripped away that armor and they gave him, ba- you know. Yeah, back, back to gold. blind yeah, justice, man. Yep. I love the way they, <sighs> I'm going to wait for when you're ready to bring up Bullseye. Jesus Christ, yeah. the way they built him up. Wilson Fisk was a master manipulator. He was awesome. He, they gave us a taste in Season 2, and yeah. they delivered yeah. in Season 3. And he was always ahead, one step ahead. And they kept Matt Murdock over here. Kept him interesting, but they kept him over there. Internal thing, he had to overcome his internal issues.
0: Yeah. You know so before we, we talk about Bullseye, let's talk about Matt's redemption. Mm-hmm. Because he comes back, um, and he is not, well... He his head is ringing, mm-hmm. his his he's all jacked up, and he's been being cared for by um sister Maggie. Maggie. I was almost said Margaret, but I think yeah. that's short for Maggie, long yeah. for Maggie, or whatever. We find out it's his mama,
2: sister mm-hmm. mommy.
0: His mama's been <laughs> taking care of him the, this whole entire time, but he is not well to the point that his senses are clogged. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my lead-in to tell you to uh to talk about the fact that to clear one of his senses, he decides to blow his nose. And, and chunks of blood. <laughs>
1: Shit was crazy. That stayed in my head. Like, to yeah, this day, I think about that stuff. That chunks of blood. He couldn't
0: hear because there was just so much fluid from mm-hmm. concussions and stuff going on. And I love the, you know, uh, crawl, walk, run mm-hmm. um, storytelling they did with this. Where, like, they're he's hiring people to come down into the basement of the church to help him get back into fighting shape and stuff yeah. like that. that and cool. how he fights as a blind man of, like... It doesn't really make any sense where I put my hands. It doesn't matter where I put my hands because I don't know where you're swinging, <laughs> Yeah. So we're just going to figure this out on the run. really, really like that stuff. But he had a tall order to climb. He had to get back on himself. And he actually felt as if there might not be any need for a Mad Murdoch in this world. Everyone thinks he's dead. There might not be any need it for Mad mm-hmm. Murdoch. Might as well just be Daredevil 24-7. Yeah. You know? And we've seen him in this season being raised to a point. I think he almost killed somebody with like a bar like a a pipe or something like that. Like he was flipping out. He was not doing good. And the idea that while he's having all these feelings of whether or not he's even useful, Fisk is out. (laughs) Fisk is out and he's doing his doing his thing. thing. (laughs) And in between Fisk and Matt is Bullseye. Mm -hmm. Um, We get an introduction to Bullseye, Poindexter. I think Benjamin Poindexter. Shoot Um, dope. And um, you just find out that this man is just somebody who's dealing with some serious mental issues, uh, serious mental health issues. Which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. with people dealing with mental health issues. But Kingpin plays him like a puppet. Kingpin. Oh, he
1: got all that dirt on him. He knew how to, Then he learned how to manipulate him.
0: Kingpin killed his girl, or the girl that he was stalking. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. just shot her up like nothing. And then he does the whole like um you know, yeah, you shot a couple people and all of a sudden you're a, you're a terrorist. Yeah. But for years you did it as a hero and they, they applauded you and they respected you and now you just sit here, you know, are you like me? Are we monsters? Yeah. How are we? <laughs> we like kindred spirits. Yeah, and all that stuff. It's like, just yell, just yell, gutter a guttural primal scream. That's what everyone needs to release, and he does. He yell, he screamed. Once he yells, I'm like, yeah, you're in the back, boy.
1: I love he that he he, he secured those tapes, and he learned, And he's such a master manipulator that he manipulated that guy. Yeah, and they did a really good job of bullseye, man, because you fucking feel bad for him. And he
0: also looks like a goody two shoes, like he could clean up and be just a goody two shoes agent. Mm-hmm. And they just drag him through the mud, man. And um. You, uh, you also got Typhoid Mary in the season, mm-hmm. who's crazy. She's always talking like this. And then if she flips out. She beat the hell out of, out of Danny Rand in the train station. Yeah. <laughs> she almost killed him. Beating the hell out of Danny Rand in the train station. I like when she pulled out like, the humongous blade and almost cut off Joy's head. Because yeah. <laughs> Joy was getting kind of crazy with her. Yeah. Uh, and she almost cut off Joy's head. And I was like, damn, she ain't playing around. Um, and Typhoid Mary is known for her schizophrenia. Yeah. Each, each uh, thing has a different power. And um, I think they were alluding to the fact that she can start fires mm-hmm. with pictures that you were seeing towards the end that she was yeah. drawing, yeah. but they never actually get there. Um, oh, there was a yeah, because it's Mary and Walker. Yeah. Walker is the is the dominant uh, personality personality that's mean and wants to kill people, and then yeah. Mary is like the sweetheart. Exactly. Yes. Yes. The yes. Naive sweetheart. There was a lot of tattooing. Yeah. Um, that was oh that was an iron fist. But yeah, I, I just
1: I, I figured that you're just going back because. Did, that was a weird. It was it was it was parallel to a lot of the villains that they have with these people that have these illnesses. Yes. And the one that had it together the most from all of them was uh, Bullseye. Yes. And dude, wait. He did not have powers, but he's so dope.
0: Oh um, my! Let's talk about that um, newspaper fight. The fight at the newspaper where he's just literally throwing things at Matt for that half an hour. Shit! It was, was so crazy. good. Gold. Yeah, because Wilson Fisk decides to corrupt the symbol of Daredevil by having Bullseye dress as Daredevil and kill a bunch of people.
2: You hear that, Colin Farrell? Oh,
0: <laughs> that's what you should have done, Bullseye. Um, but yeah, but that that fight was amazing. He's like throwing paper clips yeah. and stuff at him. Um, wow, really, really... Stuff
1: off the, ca- of the cabinets. Really, really good. I, I love that he... He's re- like, Bullseye can fuck Matt Murdock up. That's with, another thing. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. But if they're in close range, Matt Murdock can't wax him, yeah. That was awesome that was so that was great.
0: That's nothing danger, man. you know you want that sense of danger um, but besides the newspaper fight, that hospital fight, man, Matt goes to the hospital, goes to like the prison hospital or whatever because he's trying to break into the prison, and a bunch of people just show up and try to fight him, and he fights everybody in plain clothes. Inside the hospital, at one point, he gets injected with something. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like fighting, and somebody will trip him. And then he's like fighting on his back, like he's tripping people on his back and kicking things so he could knock, so he could push things over. Brilliant. Just brilliantly done. I always like that he looks like he's fighting for his life in all these fights, every single one of them. That's what makes me want, you know, want to root for that character.
1: He, he, because he legitimately could lose any of them, because he does lose. Yes. And he gets gas and he gets tired and he retreats, and it was cool. This was the first time, and I've never seen it done in any other medium before, where they legitimately had like a triple threat.
0: Yes. Yeah. A yeah. triple threat fight. I was,
1: yeah, I was waiting for somebody yes, to mention that's, that. That's that how I wanted to want end things. Let's bro. talk
0: about Kingpin's wedding. Kingpin decides he wants to get married to, Vanne- to Vanessa. Yeah. But- and he's finally going to get everything he wanted. He controls the city, he controls the government, he controls the, the FBI and the NYPD. Mm-hmm. And now he wants to have this wedding. Um, and when he does, or when he at least tries to have this wedding, um, it's interrupted by Bullseye dressed as Daredevil and then Daredevil dressed as Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil in the Blind Justice outfit. And the I like that. I like that. <laughs> the three of them go at it mm-hmm. and they go at it pretty sinisterly mm-hmm. um, and they get down to... Bra- well, they do this thing that, used to ha- that happened a lot in Daredevil season two that I really liked where every time Daredevil went to kill... Kingpin, Matt would save Kingpin, mm-hmm. but he still wants to beat him beat up. Him he just doesn't want yeah. him dead. Yeah, and that was happening with Matt and uh, Frank. Remember? Yeah. Every time Frank would go to shoot somebody, Matt would throw the stick, like knife, yeah. the gun out there, like "Come on, yeah, <laughs> focus. You <That, that, laughs> don't that, kill people."
1: I, I like that uh, he's. Uh, they did a really good job of, of establishing why he should not kill Wilson Fisk. Yeah. That's what Fisk wanted. He, yeah, and yeah, he'd become win. a martyr. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and
0: he'd become a martyr. Yeah. Um,
1: that primal scream that he did.
0: Yeah. So like, you don't get to win because oh, he man. almost because in that yeah. moment he would have done it. Um, but Bullseye gets his back cracked against the wall, mm-hmm. a yeah, corner was of a wall. The wall. Shit was crazy. Power slam, ran through into the turnbuckle, yeah. break, cracks the man's back, um, and which leaves Matt and um and Wilson there and Vanessa and I think that's partially the reason why uh, Fisk eventually you know relented but Matt just lays it into him bloodies him up um, and he's like kill me yeah, <laughs> just kill me yeah. and he's like he's like, like no and he goes I beat you yeah. that was awesome yeah that was awesome. <laughs> he's I felt so good awesome. for Matt Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. felt cathartic it felt religious like a religious experience that he was making uh, and he unmasked himself. He showed who he was. Mm-hmm. He's like this is me being as I've been doing this to you. It's
1: crazy that he never he he values him as an opponent. Like he took advantage of the fact throughout the season. I'm sorry, um, that he knew who Matt Murdock was. Yeah, and he like used Foggy as a weapon and stuff like that. Again, yes, Aaron as a weapon, but he took a back seat. You know, like he he's like I respect you as an opponent, and I'm. But he had a bigger plan for him.
0: Yeah, and walk- if and Vanessa, if Wilson Fisk dies, Vanessa is God knows where. Mm-hmm. If Wilson Fist lives, he goes to jail. Vanessa's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and in that moment he does. He looks at Vanessa and he's like, I guess I'm taking the rap for this. <laughs> and he uh you know, he gets arrested, and then we get a nice little tease of um the possible reunion of uh Car- Paige Murdoch and uh Nelson. Mm-hmm. And that's not ever gonna happen because <laughs> we're, never, we're never getting a season four. Uh, hey, let's wrap these up with the, the the two last shows. Punisher season two. Honest rebel. I was not a fan of this season at all.
1: It was a crazy season, though.
0: I I think that Amy is a ridiculous character. Yeah. I think that she caused more trouble than 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 she was worth. Absolutely. And I think there were several times in which the villain was not in control until she did something stupid. There's a one. There's one instance in which she's the person that they're trying to protect, and she actively gets herself in danger, and puts herself. Where the villain is, then the villain is like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. And then, and it causes Frank to have to do a bunch of stuff. I,
1: I like the fact that Frank had moments where it's like, oh, this is what it feels like to be a dad again. yeah I like those moments. Yeah. I like the moments where, um, again, they showed that he would not kill a cop. Because, yeah. I mean, cop, I mean, in my experience, I, you know, I've worked in Duncan, I've worked in a lot of coffee joints, um, you see these cops with like a Punisher thing, and yeah, a, and I like that he played they played that up. I like that he, he he handles his his post war life differently than other soldiers do. But they touched on it. You could probably understand yeah. it better than I do, um, than I ever could. But I like the way that they 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 established that. I like that Billy Russo didn't remember the terrible things he's done, and he just looked at Punisher. I, and well, doesn't look, understand why this man is so yeah, upset, so mad at, and, him. and he loves him,
0: but he remembers Frank as from a cha- from being them being friends. And
1: I love the flashbacks. Yeah, that how was close really, really they good. Were. The, the acting. How do you feel about
0: Billy's rehab and that that great that doctor being all into him?
1: Uh, that was real. <laughs> you know, yeah. like because he's handsome. And that's what it is, yeah. and he's a handsome guy. And of course, she's sweet, and you know she had her own creepy backstory with her back, and yeah. and you know, and then and,
0: Madani pushes her out of a window. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bonkers. <laughs> Uh, because they get into one of the best like female on female fights I think mm-hmm. depicted in, in any of these shows. Um, Madani's crazy. back. She has a, a metal plate in her head because she got shot. Um, Russo's back. Russo can't remember anything. Russo
1: killed it by the way. Yeah, on this show he killed it. He absolutely. Yeah, he was actually killed
0: a lot better. Um, he ends up getting once he realizes acting, what he's I mean, done. I mean, yeah. There's a scene of I, I like the scene where Frank's wearing a bunch of other stuff like a mask and a bunch of stuff and then he unmasks. In mm. the middle of the street, and yeah. he has—he's like, "Bro, Russo! <laughs> Russo! And he's Russo! charging at him, and then, and then the world finds out he's alive. Yeah, yeah, because he had taken off, he had like unmasked and like revealed himself. Because that Russo! makes sense. The
1: world would, hey, this motherfucker's alive.
0: It was oh, so great, um, and they fight again. But I, I, I have struggled—I struggle to forget the ending of that. Oh, because you get introduced to the John Pilgrim character, mm-hmm. and John Pilgrim's that oh, crazy Amish—he was a crazy assassin, fuck. and so. Frank and the well, assassin start to fight, and then they both realize, like, why are we fighting? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we actually, like, agree more than we don't, and then they just stop fighting.
1: He was a crazy character, because he looked, like, he had a crazy look. Yeah. He, the actor was delivering uh, on, you know, he was really, shooting really on cylinders. He was really good. He
0: felt like he had a distance to what he was doing, but he shouldn't, because it's very personal. Killing people is very personal. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you could just be so distant from it, like, you're not actively killing people all the time. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: I love that they had uh Martha Kent from Smallville as yes. like this like manipulative fuck. Yes, yes. She was crazy. Really 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 good. That she was crazy.
0: Um That's about it on that. let let's yep. let's there talk- was there was a, I mean that show was pretty good.
1: I it, it, I mean look, I I get the whole thing with the girl. She was annoying, but I call it the Simba complex. You, you know, like the way they used Simba in The Lion King, it's like he's just Child and wide eyed,
0: they ask the questions so that you, you don't have to do an exposition. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, we'll talk quickly about Jessica Jones season three, is the last show because, um, we have a whole podcast on it, guys. Yeah, you go back and listen to me and Honest Rebel chop it up about the Jessica Jones season three. But coming out on June, the last show, June 14, 2009, Rotten Tomato scores number 73. With the death of her mother fresh in her mind, Jessica Jones tries her hand at the hero thing only to be stabbed in the dead of night. Hoping to find the assailant, Jessica gets wrapped up into some superpower business with a human lie detector as she and her sister finally go head to head in a battle of what makes a hero. The villain uh, is Gregory Fool Killer Salinger and Trish Walker, aka Hellcat. Um, this deals with Jess as a hero, and we find out her vulnerability when she's actually stabbed. <laughs> yes. First mm-hmm. time we've actually mm-hmm. seen her stabbed, bleeding, yeah. dealing with some knock, kind of knock, stuff. Knock knock stabbed. And we get introduced to Eric, the lie detector, who can tell tell if you're bad or good. But the real crux of the show, man, is the fall of Trish Walker and the rise of Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Watching that character become what she becomes, and I think that that last episode may be one of my favorite episodes of of anything because you she keeps making dumb decisions based on her pure desperation, pure like it gets to the point where she goes to stab Jessica. Yeah, you understand? Know like, who's that woman? Compared to the woman we met in season one of Jessica Jones, her fall from
1: grace was, was really really well done. But Blackie she was white. desperate. She was desperate to find an identity outside of what was supposed to be. She didn't want to be damsel in distress. She didn't want to be Patsy. She didn't have other options.
0: She couldn't. She wasn't powered. She eventually she becomes wanted, powered, yeah. but then she's not trained.
1: In a world where superheroes exist, that's what you want to be, right? Yeah, and yeah. it also
0: didn't help that her public persona is well known. Yes. So she can't just do with the Jessica Jones situation and just save crime like fight crime part time because somebody be like, oh, I.
2: They sued Somebody. her. They sued her.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you're right. That was cool. That you're, was cool. You're right. Um, And then we found out that Jerry doesn't like to lose.
1: Man, fuck Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tired of that shit. Jerry
0: um breaks up an open relationship. Mm-hmm. She doesn't that have was, to. Yeah, that was crazy. Breaks up an open relationship, gets that man to commit suicide. She, uh, yo, Jerry. All to get back an ex been, because she was scared to die.
2: Scandalous since day one,
0: bro. That's how she plays her games, B. I don't try to understand it. I just try to, you know, I just try to. She creates <laughs> her
1: own problems. And we said this before, but she literally creates her own problems. And yeah, even-
0: but she,
2: she also deals with them. With- I mean, they n- may not be, you know.
0: <laughs> with Trish locked away at the raft, uh, Jessica decides she's going to skip town. But then a uh, familiar voice of Kilgrave reminds her that that would be running away. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to stick it here in New York. And that's the end of a Marvel Netflix series. But I have to actually, with everything that you guys have seen, what do you guys would say are your three favorite scenes? Right. And I, I'll go ahead and start so it gives you guys any more uh, time to think. Um, I think one of them is going to be Frank against Billy Russo in that carousel scene just because I've never seen, and to this day I don't think I've ever seen, something that brutal, that guttural, they hated each the other. The whole fight you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the whole full fight with them stabbing, the shooting, the rubbing against the glass. That was so real, like, so, like, no, like, uh, super strength, no zoomer, nothing. Yeah. These are regular men that will die with losing, they will both die losing the same amount of blood, and they might both die right now, shooting Madani, like, all of that was crazy. Um, anything, Cottonmouth. Yeah. <laughs> I love Cottonmouth. I was mouth.
1: thinking the same thing, to be honest.
0: Anything, Captain mouth because mm. I can't pick a scene. It would be right. him throwing the the guy off the top, the benign neglect <laughs> comment, yeah. him talking to Luke and saying like, "You think you harm him? Uh, Captain America and calling him dishwasher yeah. over and over again. Great stuff. Um, so demeaning. Yeah, he's, he's so good. Girl. Um, I, I, anything, Captain mouth. But man. Number one goes to the Daredevil, Daredevil hallway fight, man. Oh, my God, yeah, dude. I was thinking bro. the same
1: thing. I think I'll we all it. had that. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell it, it. Everybody it had that in number
2: one. Yeah, I yeah,
0: think bro. it does, man, because I had never seen somebody, a, a hero or protagonist take that much punishment before. Mm-hmm. You know, Spider-Man does on occasion, but the, with cuts and lasers, and this is all, for the most part, one shot. Yeah. And so, if anyone messed up at any given time in that shot, mm-hmm. they would have to start all the way from the beginning again. Yeah. And the fact that they kept it all in one shot made it fluid and again. Matt covered in his own blood, picking up a child and saying mm-hmm. everything's gonna be okay. You Supreme can't beat superhero. that. You yeah. cannot beat that. That is what I'm looking for in my superhero, uh, stuff. What would you say to that, Cross Maximus? Um,
2: so n- I'm gonna get number one out of the way. Yeah, is obviously the hallway scene. Okay. <laughs> um, number two. Um, you said anything Cottonmouth? I say anything. Um, Kingpin. Anything was than Fist, bro? Psh, yeah, get it, dude. I'm yeah. just uh. If I'm not too, if I get too in it, I'm just, I'm just looking around, just kind of shook as I'm like yeah. listening to listening to him talk, yeah. watching him move, his mannerisms is creepy, mm-hmm. dude. And, um, oh, and one thing I really, really um, think that's number three for me, Um, I don't know how it will be for you guys though, but um, Luke Cage getting hit by the Judas bullet. That was big. Because I didn't think, I didn't think he it was going to work. 'Cause homeboy and, and, and it everybody was kinda else like spinning, it looked sure, you know, yeah, like it was, it was gonna spin fizz out, it like um, it was gonna just fall down. Everybody seemed so sure of it. You know what I'm saying? so I thought it was gonna be a dud until it and, actually happened.
0: And there's another you know reason I mean? why he has reason to believe that, because of the bunker buster from Iron Man two, which was yep. Justin Hammer Tech, which was supposed to yep. blow up That's the exactly bunker why. underneath the bunker. <laughs> yeah. And Tony shoots it and it doesn't do it doesn't do anything. Yeah, and so there's yeah, there is background behind that. That's actually pretty a pretty good point. Another reason why they should keep it canon. Like they
1: should keep it part of the main story. Hello. Just putting it out there. If, if Honest Kevin Rebel. If anybody hears this, they should definitely please keep it part of the main universe. Do not recast Charlie Cox, please.
0: <laughs> Honest Rebel, what do you think are your three favorite scenes?
1: Oh, man. Okay, so we're not even going to argue about this like, right. hallway fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, the hallway fight was so good, bro, they never topped it. Yeah, yeah. they They tried to, yeah, like, they well. it. I,
2: they they tried gave a bunch it. of people their own little hallway things, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, Instead, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to say one thing great about every character. Sure, Okay. Go ahead. So, Matt Murdock, besides the beautiful fight choreography, and, you know, for those who don't know, he has the same... He has the same stuntman that Captain America has, which mm-hmm. is another yes, favorite. So yes, I, like, oh.
0: I found that out. Like that was one of the first things I found out, and I dug it. And they both do that weird, spinning unnecessary kick. jumping, spinning flip kick, kick yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't have to ever do that in a fight, but yeah. whatever, uh, Get it.
1: I loved Daredevil. Uh, his duality. I love his his inner conflict and how they presented it on screen for all of us to 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 accept. He's a he's almost at war with himself at all times, and it's great. And they've done it, and they've 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 helped him you watch him grow and you're rooting for him and you want him to do the right thing. If, if he was a real person, you'd look at him like you're being overdramatic, but in the world that he's in, it's like you're conflicted, you know, and it's, it's, it's it, they did a great job of it. Yeah. And um, I think all of that culminated in him screaming in Wilson Fisk's face and I loved it because I felt it. it. I was invested. It's, it's
0: very hard, man. I, 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 I can't overstate it. It's very hard to do what you think is right when you're not sure. <laughs> yeah. When Especially when you have evidence that says that it may not be. Yeah. It's really hard to continue on your path. Even if you feel in your heart that it's the right path. If everyone else is like, yo, this is not working. Yeah. And for Matt, he literally just died in Minden circle. He mm-hmm. just got brought back kind of in a way. And has a second lease on life. How is he going to live it? He had to choose to still choose to believe in God, you know, and yeah. believe in his in, in, in the virtues of that and, and right and wrong and, and go forth in that belief. And I, you, can't, you can't beat that, to be honest.
1: I, I, I agree with you. And I loved everything they did with that character. And season three was beautiful. Every episode was great. And they slowly escalated the situation. I yeah. loved uh, a no-name like Jessica Jones becoming an awesome character. Yeah. Um. I love that she was. She gave representation to, to a type of woman that some people might not even find attractive. You know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they exist, and their yeah, story and they, should be told anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know what I mean. And people, she she's an illustration of that. I love the fact that she was somebody that didn't want to be a hero, and in the end she had to rise to the occasion. Yeah. And sometimes, you have to do. What you are. Not good at per se, but. It's almost like your duty because you can. Yeah. And she With great was, power comes with yeah, great responsibility. Yeah. And and no matter what terrible things happen to you, you still have to do it. Yeah. You know? And and sometimes it helps you overcome your trauma and do du- and your and your your call, your your call to duty. You know, yeah. I, I hate to reference a video game, but it's, right, like, right, it's right. like it's it Yeah, call hand to hand. action. Yeah, call to action. That's what I want. that's what I sh- should've said. <laughs> um the color, the lighting, everything, they made a star out of Kristen Ritter, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, hell yeah. Um
0: they upped Kilgrey's, uh profile. He wasn't a big uh, no, in the comics. Man, yeah. We weren't talking about him, but now people talk about him. They understand the threat of how she, dangerous that could be.
1: If I had to take a scene from her, that was really great. Personally, anything that showed her doing her job and, you know, her her voiceover yeah. talking. um, And I really, really, really liked her sass. It kept the show refreshing because yeah. she wasn't anything like any other the superhero. The only... The closest thing to her is maybe the way Black Widow talks to Captain America in Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, sarcastic. Yeah. And... and and Iron Man can be lighthearted, so she was not.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you. After a while of getting to know Jessica, you expected a certain kind of attitude from Jessica. She yeah. never disappointed. Yeah, so which that was, was that's was...
1: something that I really liked about her. Um, Iron Fist um, fell. Nice tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> fell. Um, uh, his best stuff was his optimism yes. and his naivety uh, was sometimes annoying, but he he had the the potential that. That he was eventually going to live up to gave me hope because uh, I liked it. He wasn't a Matt Murdock where, you know, Matt, Matt's a tough guy, you know, and he's conflicted. But he's a tough guy. Jessica's a tough, you know, and this is not me saying it. This is what, you know, she's a, she's a tough bitch and and he is tough. He's the fucking strongest of them, you know, power level wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like a goofy, naive dude, and I like that about him.
0: It's also very conflicted. Also still trying to figure out whether or not he wanted to even be in the fight for good. Yeah.
1: And who? And who is he? Who is he if he's not that? If he's yeah. not the Iron Fist? Who's Danny yeah. Rand? Some yeah. guy that crashed in the plane.
0: Yeah. You know, that's Oliver
1: Queen. To um, <laughs> yeah. um and then there's Luke Cage. Who... That's
0: I, I gotta say that real quick. I, I my biggest beef with uh, um, I um IFS season one is because is is the fact that in the first episode of Arrow they established what it would feel like if somebody was on an island for five years mm-hmm. and you ultimately find out he wasn't even on that island for five years. Yeah, that's a whole And so for Danny Rand to be yeah. somewhere for fifteen years mm-hmm. and not have that looking past you look. Yeah. He should have that. He should have this otherworldly like I get I get what you're saying but like can you feel the energy in this room or something you know like he should look past Yeah, me. I don't think anybody
1: thought about it enough. That's no. the only thing I'm not, I'm not happy about. No. Um I really liked from Luke Cage, I mean outside of the representation uh, like you said I think it was like a niche like a niche market uh, yeah. that they I think I, I think people always like and you know whether whether people want to admit it or not black culture it's yeah. always a big prominent part of what becomes mainstream. The word lit, I used to think it was stupid. The wave I think was the word stupid and it's like on t shirts now when you go. Yeah. H&M, you know? And um it, you know, that slang and I like that they played that up in a way that it wasn't dog shit. It wasn't like forced uh in there. It just it was naturally flowing. Yeah. And uh it's a part of New York.
0: Great actors, you know that whole show had great actors, and then and my culture I probably has some of the least experience in comparison to guys like Marshal Ali or um, Alfrey Woodard. Um, I even like Bobby Fish. Like Bobby Fish was my man uh, yeah. with the chest. Yeah. Um, really, really good stuff. But Luke, I think he's. I think his best trait is that he is trying the best he can to be a good man, mm-hmm. and whenever he gets a chance, he'll get one of these younger knuckleheads on there and be like, don't do that or do this, you know what I'm saying? Or you don't got to do that. And-, and
1: that, that I felt like, spoke volumes because I think in the real world, they needed somebody like that. I mean, I think in different decades, you had like a Martin Luther King type and, you, and to oppose that, you had like a Malcolm X. And then you had, I think Al Sharpton tried to be that. You know, I'm trying to not get political here, but yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, in, in today's world, it's rappers and, and athletes. Yeah. And uh, I think... In a world where there are superheroes, nobody could really top Luke Cage. Yeah. In in, in a in a you know in, if if he were real. Yeah. And he would be like, he's not, he's not Harlem's Captain America, but he's definitely Harlem's like, Superman.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And the the world needs a hero, let alone Harlem. You know. what yeah. I'm pretty sure Harlem needs somebody.
1: Yeah. And, and and he he's an ideal to strive toward in something that's deemed uh, ghetto or or. Criminal, or or it's, I, like there's these preconceived notions in your head. Yeah, there's this guy that's completely the opposite. He yeah. wasn't wearing chains. He was. He was he's not even
0: from New York. He's from South Carolina.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I, the, his character, South yeah, his North character North. was yeah. Yeah, he's like, South Carolina. And you know, and that's he's like he, he was, he's wholesome, but he could kick your ass
0: for Georgia, South Georgia, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about Frank? Yeah, Frank. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Bro,
1: I don't think there's anything bad I could say about him. He was just it, he lived up to the to the name.
0: He's a storm. He's a he's an actual uh like a natural storm, natural disaster. The worst thing good you way. could
1: say about him was No, because I I liked his temper too, because he he was short-tempered with the girl. He was. Oh my god. There's a scene. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a
0: scene in Punisher Season 2, right? Where is it
1: the bullet scene?
0: Is it the bullet scene?
1: Well, what are you about? There's a the scene?
0: scene where they're teaching. The girl, they, he's just, like, babysitting this girl. Right. It's, like, almost like Logan if the girl was, like, a teenager. Or, like, a, <laughs> she like, could talk a back. young adult. <laughs> but she could talk back. But I just wasn't with it because I'm like, Frank. This is not you. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, don't play this. But there's a scene where she's playing around of how to, like, quick draw. Mm-hmm. And so Frank comes into the trailer that they're living in. And she goes to, like, show him that she could quick draw. Mm-hmm. And he sees the gun. Mm -hmm. Pointed at him from her and like flips her over. Oh, that shit was dope. Pulls the gun out, points it in her face, and is like, "This is not a game. Do you like this? Do you understand Mm -hmm. what?" And he like does his full John Bernthal rage thing, and I'm like, "Shouldn't never pulled the gun
1: out." I thought you were talking about the bullet in his ass thing. Oh, that was actually pretty funny. That was pretty funny.
0: That was actually pretty funny. (sighs) Um, but yeah, when he did that, such intensity, such such greatness. Um, best villain.
2: Best villain. These are the best five villains of all time. <laughs> Kingpin, 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 Wilson Fisk. I have Wilson Fisk. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm i, I it as well. What do you, you have, know? sir?
1: So, I don't want to say it's a three-way tie because it, it really isn't. Right, um, right, right. He's definitely Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Uh, Kilgrave, for me, is right underneath him. Yes. Yeah, I, I um, there. Right I underneath that was definitely Cottonmouth and then Bullseye. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I liked anybody
2: else. I didn't I didn't know I didn't, anything about I didn't Rosa, like, I didn't like, um Jessica's mom. That was t-
0: I might be the worst. Yeah. Might have been the bald head. Yeah. Yeah. The bald head. <laughs> <laughs> they were calling her like meat woman for a while. It's like a weird thing. Yeah, fuck but, out of here with that shit. <laughs> but it was it was garbage. It was garbage. I uh yeah, I'm going with Wilson Fist, man. As dangerous as Kilgrave, as emotional as Davos, with more money and influence than the Meachums and the Stokes. Mm-hmm. You understand? He's like, all of them combined. He yeah, he, bro. he and he's a baby. He's a big <laughs> ass baby. And uh, yeah, uh, when I was a boy. I love all that. Um, so then we got to end with the last thing, man. Best show.
1: Best fucking theme was definitely I'm Daredevil. I'm going
0: to go with Daredevil as well, yep. man. I, I, gotta I have say this Daredevil thing. as well. I actually have season three especially. Like I think season three might be my favorite season. Yes.
2: I think it was also most anticipated too. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Once the trailer dropped for that, it was...
1: It was yeah. over, bro.
0: Yeah, I was waiting on that for a while. I, we should talk a little bit about that too. Great theme songs. I like all the theme songs for all the shows. Jessica probably had the second best, in my opinion. Dun, dun, yeah, uh, uh, almost, I, almost I just, like Law and Order. <laughs> it was funny that I actually did not like um, Dukes for a while. I think yeah. it eventually grew on me. Yeah, it grew on me. Too. Iron Fist this is not even that bad. It's not. It's not. Weird. It's boom, not. Boom, boom, boom. But Daredevil. the Vendors had a pretty cool one. Yeah, it with was the like city, a weird with mix. the city, um, and like the lights of the city. Uh, Becoming Them, like Blue, Jessica, and Red, and uh, Daredevil. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, But that Daredevil theme, plus the blood dropping on everything, just sends me back. Like him just humming it. I can see (laughs) the the, the, (laughs) the, the credits, and I'm going back into that world. That theme was that that, to me. It was the door opening. Every time I heard that theme, it was to say, we're going back into the Daredevil world. And I was always welcome to be there, so I completely freaking dug it.
1: People love the strangers Stranger Things theme song. I love the Daredevil theme song. Yeah. I had it as a ringtone until my phone broke.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have a version of the Daredevil theme song that goes into the Flash theme song. No way. Because you know, <laughs> 'cause cause you have cause the Daredevil theme song goes um and Flash just goes yeah, so like a- And so they found a way to put that with arrow. I'm I'm gonna give it to you. With arrow and um Another show, really, cool. really, 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 <laughs> really, really, really good stuff. Um, yes, yeah, so we
1: have to admit, like Daredevil, definitely killed. Him. But if you if you took Daredevil out of the equation, I, I, I would, I,
0: I, my favorite, I wouldn't know about best. But my favorite would probably be Luke Cage. After that,
1: Luke Cage, yeah,
0: yeah. I, it, it sucks so much. They should have found a way to flip it and make Hellcat the villain for season one, the mom for season two and then Kilgrave for season three. They should have just been talking about Kilgrave for three seasons. Like good <laughs> thing you got away from that guy, that yeah, crazy guy. Cool. Yada yada yada. That. Because once they gave us that, they it was really hard to get back on top. And it doesn't the uh Kristen Ritter and the show, you know, uh it's not their fault, but mm-hmm. it just that other side of it I felt like uh gave so much and uh without it there, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same. If the, do, would, would you want to see if
1: Hulu, you know, because it's owned by Disney, right? If they bring it back, right? You know, they bring everything back. it's, it's canon. <laughs> it's part of it's part. Of, it's part of the MCU. Yes. Would you guys watch a uh, Defenders season two? that's how they bring it back, right? Defenders yeah. season two. Luke Cage is the villain. Would you guys yes. watch it? And they have to I, bring in Punisher and they have to stop the Punisher from trying to kill this dude. But bring in Punisher <laughs> and
0: then and then and then Luke has to make some calls so he calls up Patsy because he knows that she you know, she throw down in, in a minute. And you start you start bridging this together again and and it would be so get Turk back. <laughs> he, he's it's still alive. Hard, you know, um I just feel like I feel like I was salivating for something that was never gonna come and now it kinda hurts that it's never gonna come, but I really like the idea that of it being resurrected, and if it is, I would only want that. I yeah. would only want a Defenders epilogue season to close everything up. I don't need and then after bad. that, what, what
1: about after that? Would you would you want them to get pulled into the Disney Plus shows,
0: potentially? That'll be cool. You know, what's funny. I like a lot of this stuff is so good; it's movie quality. Like yeah. Charlie Cox can just walk into any scene in. Uh, Endgame, and it would Matt. It would make sense. Mm-hmm. You I'm know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, rumor has it you guys know what's going on around here. You know, mm-hmm. like it would it would make sense. Um, I just don't know if they if they're willing to do it, and I don't know if I want to get my hopes up for it yet.
1: I would. I would. I I wish uh, in a world that 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 now owns almost all of their characters, minus Spider Man's, um, Rogues Gallery. Yeah, that they can do something with this because I do not want to see a recast of Daredevil. I love Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I love the other guys yeah, too, man. but that Charlie one, Cox is special. That one's gonna hurt. Because, whenever yeah, that happens. I don't. They'll probably but do it a If it does great happen, job. if it does happen,
2: I just happen. I just hope that it's not very yeah, that's soon. The thing, like I
0: don't want them ever doing a cotton mouth again. You know what I'm saying? Right, I don't right, want right. Wilson Fist. I don't want any of it. Um, you know, we always used to jump, j- joy, uh, joke around, and he even did it on uh, Instagram the other day about well, Wilson Fisk joining the MCU. Like mm-hmm. that's totally viable. Um, it's up to them to do it, but I want him in Spider Man. Yeah, me yeah. too, bro. I want him in Spider Man. I want him to get Peter Parker a, a scholarship or something like that. You know, yeah. to Midtown College or whatever. I just, I just need those characters together. I just do. Um, do you guys have any last things you want to say on behalf of? I mean, it hurts yourself. We're not
2: gonna get talking. We're, to, we're not gonna, gonna get shows. anything else after all of that, man. Because Disney Plus. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed the whole the whole run because I remember when they first announced all of this stuff. Yeah. That was going to be coming out starting with Daredevil. I was starting to get on the hype train. Yeah. But I wasn't too sure because of, you know, obviously first Daredevil and whatnot. But
0: yeah.
2: Um, once the trailers dropped, look, I was on the hype train, on the hype train. You know, I remember just me and you watching the first season of Daredevil. And it was like, yo, what episode are yo, you have- up you have- your- will yeah. was- You see I, this I, shit I'm coming over. Right, but don't I, see that I, one yet. Yeah. Yeah, don't see that. Yeah, yo. <laughs> we we're going to finish it together. Last episode today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, bananas, bro. And it's like. When you did that, I was here and I was up to episode three.
0: That's it. Communal And yeah. that communal thing also is yeah. really cool. It's really yeah. cool to experience these things together. And that's what this podcast is for, is to like also branch out to the other people all over the world yeah. who are having these same reactions as we are uh, dealing with this.
1: I would say if the Netflix shows didn't do well, there wouldn't be a Disney Plus series. I'll go as far as saying yeah. that. I, th- I think I would agree with that, too. Yeah, um, I think
0: that a lot of those writers, showrunners, uh, it, producers, they, they realize they've got the talent to do so. And they should. I mean, flex your wings. You know, mm-hmm. stretch, stretch them out. Stretch them out. And that's what we try to do here every week as part of the Major Issues Podcast is stretch our wings as far as we can uh, throw them. This will be our 89th episode. Wow. Closing in on episode 100 soon. Comic-Con's around the corner. Can't wait to get out to there and yes. do that. We got Joker around the corner too. That's the next movie that we'll be covering. Uh, we cover all things um, that have to do with comic books and comic book media. And you can find... First of all, thank you for finding this podcast. I always want to tell them how to find it, but they were listening to this, so they found something. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to this. And uh, if you want to find more, all you have to do is go to whatever podcast app you have, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Google Play, the Apple Podcast app, available on all iDevices. If you have a regular phone, just search up Major Issues Podcast, and we're the first ones to pop right up. I'm very proud of that search. <laughs> the, that search things that make things easier for everybody. We're on YouTube, uh, TuneFM. We're... Literally wherever podcasts are found. Um, but yeah, if you find this easier, just search us on Google, Major Issues Podcast. We'll be the first ones to pop right up. Um, some of these things that I wrote down today, I actually got from some of our listeners. I uh, Usually, I try to go out and try to find some feedback to, uh, you know, bolster the conversation. And like a lot of the stuff that I forgot, listeners were like, make sure you talk about, you know, this. And make sure you talk about that. And um, you guys can always send in your feedback. We try to let you guys know what episode we're trying to do in advance so that if you guys have to watch it or read it or just comment on it, you have the time. But you could always reach us at Facebook.com slash ComicBookClick, Instagram at ComicBookClick, or use the hashtag ComicBookClick to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. And we're also at Major Issue CBC on Twitter. And that's where we post all kinds of things about the show, uh, comic book movie news, comic book news, uh, memes. You need, you need your memes in 2019. Um, and yeah, that that's basically what we are doing there. Um, you guys ready?
1: This was a major issue. All right. So please give us a major solution.
0: That's true. That's true. And don't forget to rate rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters, find out what you like, what you don't like. And uh you know cuz I've been to the future and we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to Comic Books and Comic Book Media, but I can't tell anybody how we do that. or will mess up the timeline. So, Those get the on rules. the get on the bandwagon cuz seats are filling up. Uh and we're taking off quite soon and uh you're you're hearing the 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 10 bell salute for our boys over here at Marvel <laughs> at Marvel Netflix. So, uh I guess it goes without saying, my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don.
2: I am Cloudus Maximus. I am Honest Rebel.
0: And the Marvel Universe on Netflix was a daring, stylish, and exciting world that taught us that not only doesn't our past define us, but that the choice to be a hero is one we must make every day. Between Matt's resolve, Luke's steadfastness, Jessica's determination, Danny's optimism, and Frank's conviction, we were given Defenders to be proud of. Sure, some of the seasons were way too long, and sure, some of the costumes (laughs) weren't great. And yes, no one ordered a baking egg and cheese, making me question the validity of New York as a backdrop, but... In many ways these were the shows that made my heart skip a beat. Even though these heroes are flawed, they take punches, they toss back whiskeys and get cut open. I will never forget Matt screaming I beat you in the face of a powerful enemy or Jessica putting Kilgrave down. I'll never forget that life should always, I mean should, life should be always forward and that you should keep calm and channel your chi. I also want to thank Frank for representing soldiers and our daily fight to stay in the fight. It's a sad day to close the book on marvel netflix but i'm grateful there was ever a book to begin with and with that being said regardless if you were struck blind as a child experimented on given an immortal weapon opened up a pi firm or out for revenge or simply out to get some more coffee we say goodbye to marvel netflix we are the click and you yes you are worthy